The Horrible Gamers podcast may contain content not suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. World premiere. Welcome to another episode of the Horrible Gamers Podcast, episode number 316, recorded on August 2nd, 2020. I am your host from Little Ohio, yes me, the Mayo, and joining us today from the West Coast, the best coast over there, we got Gunny Cheap. Hello, hey, Gunny. Hey, I'm here. What's up, Mayo? How you doing? I am doing well. You? Good. Doing well. Things are great over here on the awesome. West Coast, and the best coast. And from the mysterious coast, I don't know where this coast is going to be at. We might have a guest popping in late later in the show. We we will see. But we are unfortunately missing Mr. Jesus Walks a Lot. We don't know where he's at. He disappeared. He's probably off playing Call of Duty somewhere. Um, no, I was maybe... watching the PS4 Pro Call of Duty eSports edition today, and he's probably there. Yeah, he's probably he's probably competing. I don't know why he'd be on a PS4, though. Wouldn't, shouldn't he be on PC, Master Race right. Edition? Right. He needs to be on that Master Race Edition. But no, in all, in all seriousness, uh, Jesus, uh, he had a busy week, and uh, he is not able to make it today. And again, we might we might have a, a ghost or a guest pop in, but we will see. It might just be Gunny and I flying solo, or not solo, but just a duo of us the today. Duo. But uh, just real quick, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at hundred underscore horrible gamers, or join our Facebook group, and then that's a closed group. And to get in, when you search it, you just have to answer a few questions, and they're real easy. But we you know we got we got to put those questions in there to keep those bots out. And Jesus doesn't like having those bots in our Facebook group, so he likes keeping it small and all actual real people. He don't like talking to bots like Gunny over there. I'm a bot, so he kicked me out. <laughs> I just stay on Discord. Yeah. Also, we just want to give a shout out to our Patreon friends over at patreon.com forward slash horrible gamers. And you can re- support the show like our Patreon supporters are Robert Noble, Sean Patrick, Chad, Patrick, Brandon Willier, Vader Holic, M. Polo, Bill Gardner II, MechMod. Good old Native Lives Matters, Jesse Kraft, Pork Chop Poo, Nye Prime, Brian Capessa, Robbie Wheat, Adam Sunday, John Jerome, Evan Tanaka, this mysterious Henley M. Not sure who that guy is. Henley M. And the Jonathan Big D. Hall. Big D. Oh, that Henley M. So he needs to. He went to the Shell gas station to get gas today, and his card has declined, declined, declined. Uh, apparently, someone has used Henley M's card in North Carolina while he's on the freaking West Coast. For, and somebody had tried it, tried it for a dollar at a Texaco or station. So, yeah, he mm-hmm. needs to get a new bank card tomorrow. Yeah, that sounds like it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, wow. Also, we want to give another shout-out to our friends over at Stitcher. And if you wish to sign up, you can use the promo code HORRIBLEGAMERS, all caps, no spaces, and get a free month of premium and all their paid content they have over there. So that's a great deal. What is it? They have shows over there like the Conan O'Brien show and all that without advertisements yes. in between. 
and stuff like that. And they have some other just their premium content over there. So if you feel like you want to join Stitcher over there and listen to us over there, you can join again using our promo code Horrible Gamers, all caps, no spaces. And then last, Gunny, you know, we need all this merchandise. we got to get this merchandise in here. You can find it over at redbubble.com, and you go to the little search bar up there, and you type in Horrible Gamers. And you can find our cool gear. And what kind, what kind of gear we got over there anymore, Gunny? Uh, let's see. Besides uh, blocks, what else do we have? Clocks. Shower curtains. Yeah. As Jesus would say, a Glock, but that, I can assure you that's not in there. No, that's a different <laughs> website. We, yeah, we. Yeah, that's, we that's for a secret website. Yeah, but uh, you know, you get socks, and we got uh, what else? We got t-shirts, sweatshirts, uh, wall prints, metal signs, and all sorts of fun little gear you could you could decorate. Coasters. I think I need some new coasters. I have these little Nintendo look, cartridge looking coasters, and they're getting kind of wore out. They're they're kind of like a like a covered paper. They got like a coating over them, and. I think they're about time for new ones, so I think I'll be ordering some HGP coasters for my computer area over here. I'm gonna need the coasters. I like the stickers and the wall art, but yeah, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need coasters. Mine are all yeah. stained with coffee and beer. Yeah, they look they look nice actually, and they're only like fifteen dollars for a set of four coasters. That's not horrible. No, we should have a promo code for that, right? Um, I don't have a promo code, but you usually can get your promo codes if you sign up for their email with your email. You can actually, they will email you codes all the time. And you will, they will email you a code for a lot of times for like buy, it's like 40% off or something like that. Yeah, or I've seen those. 50% off. So that they, keeps me coming over to Redbubble quite Yeah, quite and they, they, they pop up in all my search bars all the time. I, I go to Redbubble often and kind of look and see if there's anything new over there we're looking at. And they pop up in my Facebook search, you know, like as an ad all the time. <laughs> you know, they know, they know where I go look. But lastly, you know, like want to thank uh, Fowler and Twistix for the intro song "Breakout," and Ricky Alvarez for our kung fu, our electric kung fu outro. Not and, kung uh, fu, it's kung fu. Yes, electro kung fu. Thank you, Ricky. Good stuff. Yes, thank really you good. very makes much. Me, makes me want to get out of the truck and boogie. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's got some good, good beats to it. But with with all that being said, Gunny, let's let's talk video games. Um, I've been playing some games. I'm sure you've probably been playing some games. I know you've probably been a little bit busy this week, but I had some time to play some games. Awesome! And... I can't wait to hear what the heck you've been playing because <laughs> I don't even know. Like, you know, we yeah. talked during the week and what's going on. What have you been playing? Just... Have you been streaming? How about that? No, I, I have not been streaming, but uh, I probably will be streaming this week. Um, I'm on vacation this current week, so. I'm going to get some good game time in this week, and I will do some streaming. Cool. But, the, you know, the first game I played this week is was called Rogue Company, and I went ahead and bought into the beta of this game. Yeah. And, and Gunny, this game is... I'm not sure about it yet. Like, I I'm not completely sold. I played last week as well. Okay, so what, I, or, what earlier this early week, possibly. Yeah, I think I'm unsure about it as well because it is... Do you think they're going to change it to a first-person view and they're just kind of testing us in third-person? I don't think they are. I think they're going to leave it third-person because if they make it a first-person, it's going to be too much like Counter-Strike or Valorant. Yeah, too much I think like they're Valorant. trying to... Yeah. So, so for you that don't know what this game is, this game is basically a third-person view, kind of like Fortnite, 
but plays like Counter Strike with the bomb placement, and you have so you got you got two bomb sites. You have bomb site A, you got bomb site B, and when you you have an offensive team and a defensive team, and the offense has the bomb, and they need to go. Their job is to go plant that bomb, and you are in a team of four, so one person at random will have that bomb, and at the beginning of that round, you do have a buy-in, so you have a little bit of money. And the first round, I I skip. I don't I don't buy anything with my first round. Me neither. I just stick with a basic pistol. And you play this round. You you drop out of a plane, kind of like you would in Fortnite. And some people didn't understand the point of that. Is I get they're it. like, well, you only can drop to like a couple spots on the map. But what what's a what the objective I think is the game is if you look across the map, you can see the like an entrail from the other team dropping down. Yep. So you can see where they're dropping at, and so you can look at the map and say, okay, I think this team is going to be on the right side of the map. So let's go to bomb site A, which is on the left side of the map. But you can also do that little mind game thing where you can literally drop and look like you're going to the left, but when you land, go to the right. You know, so you can really change it up. I think it's designed to watch each other and kind of see who's going what direction, even though you can change it as soon as you hit the ground. So I got a question for you because I, I did understand that right away. It's got, what would you call it? Just three loca- three locations you can drop, right? Middle, left, and right. Yeah, pretty much. It's um, It depends on the map. There's a couple of maps I had that were, I think it was like a shipment, like time thing, and there's like two two big like ocean liners side by side. And there's like a little dock, like a little board connecting the two and that's it so you kind of had the left side and you had the right side and that's all you had but you know you again you just got the bomb sites a and b and your job is to plant that bomb there and and try to either live you know all of you get there and plant that bomb and protect it and the defensive side needs to come in and either a kill all the guys on the offensive side before they plant the bomb or if the offensive side plants the bomb they need to Deep use the bomb no matter what. You can kill the whole entire offensive team, but that bomb still has to be defused, and that bomb's on a timer. You have to find it in that bomb site area, so it's going to be in either A or B, but you don't know which one it is, and you got to find the bomb and defuse it within the time. Okay, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if there was just like a a mirrored bomb, like there's one in A and one in B, and just defuse one of them. Nope, nope, you got to find the. There's only one bomb in the site when that's wherever they drop it. And as the offensive side, you have control of where it's at. Another neat kind of thing, though, is when you're on the offense and you have the bomb, you can, A, you can actually drop it for another player to pick up. And some of the strategy I've seen, there, there's these, all these characters have different abilities. And the one character has this, like, mobile shield he could drop down. And you basically can't get to yeah, shoot around it. I right. guess that one of the things they're doing is putting a bomb against a corner and putting a mobile shield in front of it. Oh, yes. That way the enemy team can't get in there and defuse it very easily. So even if they kill your squad, they can't get through that mobile shield. they got to try to shoot through it. Sort of like a siege. And then defuse the bomb. Yeah, so like it makes it kind of hard. That is one trick I've kind of seen it being used a little bit. But the other thing about this game is you have – I bought the middle pack, and it was like $30, but they bought it through the Epic Store. And it had a $10 coupon off still from the last sale I'd never used. And they, they, they keep that in your inventory. You can use that at any time. So I went ahead and used that $10 coupon. So I paid 20 I got the bonus characters. So there's like maybe four or six extra characters. I'm not sure how many were actually considered bonus. But, but each character has their own unique abilities. 
Um, I'm not sure which character like you use, Gunny, but like I said, the one guy I was talking about, he can put down this big shield. Um, a character I like to use, he's like his name. He's a cowboy type guy, and his name is Dallas. And he he snaps his fingers and kind of points, and he he has like a beacon that kind of shoots out, and it gives you a reveal where everybody's at within so far. So like, and then you can see like people behind the corners and gives yep. you their silhouette and you're like, okay, they're over there. And again, as you're working as a team or you're in a voice with somebody, you can communicate and be like, okay, let's push this guy over here and, and wipe him out as a team and stuff like that. So it does have good, good, I guess, basic mechanics, but it's just like counter-strike. So there's nothing really different from counter-strike in the way that this game plays. It looks like Fortnite. You know, it's a high res game who also makes, I want to say realm Royale. I'm not positive. But I'm thinking they make Realm oh, Royale. Oh, high res, yeah. To, they make that in that MOBA game. Another... So their games are very cartoony looking, almost. You know, this game is not realistic looking or nothing like that. A lot of Fortnite inspiration, I think, in graphics. You know, there's the way the game looks. But it makes it play really easy. Like you can play it on a weaker computer. and You can also play this on Xbox and PlayStation. And it's cross-platform. So we can all play together. People, the community in here... You know, when when this game comes out, I think it is going to be free to play when it comes out. And you just had to buy into the early beta. So basically, if you paid now, you become a founder, and you get a couple of founder skins, and you get a couple of extra characters that people maybe will have to buy when the game comes out. So have that already. I guess the other thing is I compared this game to Valorant is with their abilities. You know, and each character has their own unique abilities, and you just got to kind of learn how to play them. And, and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, and I can't remember all of them. I've seen them, but off the top of my head, that was like in the beginning of the week I started playing this game. And there is Gunny if, if like, you get online, and I find it okay online, but if you want to, like, get more practice in and get a better feel of the game and check out the different characters and check out their different abilities, there is a mode where you can go to, you can change their game mode, and there is a, a practice demolition is what they call it. And demolition is the, the bomb mode, and you can play against bots, Oh, and okay. you can play like that, and you get XP and everything just like you would online. So like you're gaining levels, you're gaining XP, which I don't know what it's going to be used for when the game actually comes out. I'm going to assume ranking, or maybe you're going to get points or some kind of currency to unlock stuff as you get higher XP. I'm not really sure, but there is that mode there, and you can play against bots and, and try out different characters and see what you like. Is this separate from the tutorial? Uh, yes, yes, okay. it is I a didn't separate see that in there on tutorial. Xbox. Yeah, right underneath the, the launch game, it's going to say play demolition. Underneath it's going to say change oh, okay. mode. I saw that, but I, I didn't play demolition. I always play, chose uh, the bomb mode. Yeah, and well, that is the bomb mode. They call it demolition. Got it. Okay. And then there's another mode. I can't remember the name of that one. And that one's like a PvP where it's two teams of four shooting it out. You know, regular deathmatch style except where you have a team total of so many lives. So let's say, I don't know the number, but let's say that each side has 20 lives. So if Gunny goes in there and dies 19 times, all your teammates <laughs> can die one time. <laughs> you know? so don't choose it, it's me. Just a, it's just a shared number of lives between each side and the team with tickets that doesn't run out of lives wins. And that's the other mode that the game offers. So and that kind of gets you used to the, the, the gunfighting and the firefighting. But again, this game is third person, so you got to kind of get used to peeking around corners where you can see your character, but you can change your view, which is, which way you're looking over top of your shoulder, so you can change it from the left or the right. So 
you know, you can choose. So if you got coverage on your left, you can make it so you're looking over your your right shoulder, so you're you're standing behind the cover, but your gun's sticking out around the edge, you know. So, but overall, I, I would say it, it's a fun game. I think I would enjoy it with a group that I know, you know. Yeah. And I do I do like the fact the thing that sold me on the game was to go ahead and get it was the cross platform play. Um, I do like the fact that I can play with people that are playing Xbox and PlayStation. So that that is really nice. And I feel like I've run into a lot more PlayStation and Xbox players than I do on PC players right now. And I can just tell by their movement and the way they their their firing patterns because there's a lot more striping involved and stuff like that. Yeah. But, I did find that because you had sent me a message that, you know, your son was playing and then I said, Hey, you're playing on Mail's account, so um do you want to go ahead and uh do you have me on there? Do you have Gunning Chief on there? Oh, I'm playing on, I think he said he was playing on PC. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm playing on Xbox. He goes, nope, I added you on. I was like, oh, cool. I love this whole crossplay thing. But yeah, I, I think you are I ended up list. not joining because I, I think I, whatever, for whatever reason, I ended up playing later and he was already off. But yeah, yeah, I think I played about eight, ten rounds. But yeah, so it's it's a fun game. I ended up buying it for him for his account. So So I have it. My son has it. And my oldest son bought it, so like the three of us can play already together. And I, we could have you, and you know, the four of us could do a, a, a group or a squad, I guess you want to call it. And we could go there and just play rounds, you know, together. We can jump in Discord as in our voice and and just have a good old time for a while. Yeah, and I think the way I got a code was I got a, I got an email from it was like Xbox slash High Res, maybe something I had signed up for. Mm-hmm. I think High Res was given out at one time. I can't think of that MOBA, the name of that game that they have it's real popular um it's not it's not realm royale but it's a different game and so they were giving out a lot of like different currency and gems and stuff so that's how i had signed up for that so i thought oh cool so they sent it saying hey this is a a code for a friend and i was like well i never got a code to begin with so i'm gonna obviously use that code um i was hoping they'd sent me a second one but you know i think there was like 20 or 30 dollar value yeah, that's probably the one that I got in the, I paid thirty dollars for mine. Yeah, I, I I didn't get a code, which I you know I haven't signed up or anything like that. And I did see that in our Facebook group, where some people were posting that they had extra codes and they were giving them away, you know. And I just never caught them in time because I was at work when all that was going down. And so I would see it, you know, like a couple hours later in the Facebook group where people were giving away they they had a code to the game to give away and stuff. So um, I do know there's a couple of people in our community that are playing it. I think uh, Brink was one of them, possibly. And I can't remember who else. There was somebody else I remember seeing in the, in the Facebook group that was playing it. But it's a fun game. I thought it was. I thought it was fun. Uh, I had a good time just jumping in there, knowing that it's not uh, that. Hey, I'm not just going there by myself. You know, like I've got. Mm-hmm. I just follow everybody else behind the group, and you know, it's that was. It's nice when I find that we're like, oh, this is cool because I think I'm really good at flanking. I did that a lot in. Even though it wasn't really truly PvP in, um, in uh, oh my gosh, I can't think of the name of the game now. In uh, we played it on the UPlay Store with uh, um, a shooter Apex? game. Oh no, no UPlay. Um, <laughs> Division. Division. Thank you, Division Two. So, you know, of course you were just fighting AI, and you know, unless you were in the dark zone. But I thought, oh, I got truly got the advantage here because you know they're totally focused on one of my teammates. I can flank. Um, I don't know where their other teammates are, right? So that's the other thing. It is like where you got to keep track of 
you know, yeah, unless, unless you run into one of those characters that have the scan dart or the scan ability. Because I know there's like a sniper rifle girl, yeah. and she specializes in sniper rifles, and you can upgrade to a gadget, they call it. And her gadget is she'll throw out like a thing that sticks to a wall, and it does, it reveals everybody in that area. Right. Again, it has like a certain radius that it covers, but it, and if you know where that team's at, you know, it's going to show you where they're hiding at. And so I felt it was fun where you come in. Like I didn't, I didn't even learn any of the abilities. I just chose whatever character was last. I'm like you guys, go ahead, go ahead and choose. All right, I got the last person, and I don't care what the ability is. I just want to learn. You know, I'm just gonna follow you guys and start shooting fools. So, you know, I'm jumping in, and of course we all go to one area. We all go to B. You know, let's go to. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll ping that area. Fine, let's all just rush in there. And pretty obvious when you get there, the bomb is in A. Right, so you all gotta go run over to A, and you know, right. and, yeah, and then we all go, and then it just goes haywire from there. So it could last anywhere from thirty seconds to, you know, two minutes a match, and they're pretty fast. Like, like I felt that was exciting. Right. And then it is, the, it is the best out of seven, so you can play up to a maximum of fourteen rounds, I guess, maybe fifteen with overtime if you guys both get the seven. No, because it only goes to six, and then your seventh is the win. Right. So I played. So all maybe seven. the maximum you do is twelve rounds. And that's, you know, once you play, I want to say the first six rounds, the game goes to what they call halftime and you switch sides. Yep. So you, you get those couple rounds in, you flip sides. Now the offense is the defense and the defense is the offense. And between each round before you were, you had money and you would get money for you. How well you, how well you played by, by killing people, you know, getting money for deaths so you get money for, you know, the winning side for that round prior and that it develops more money in your bank account and then you can buy better upgrades and when you flip sides when you go from offense to defense and defense to offense it resets all your characters but you also get to repick your character so so maybe you have a particular character you like to use on offense a particular character you like to use on defense it gives you the opportunity to rechoose and but your your store is set back to zero so you're back to beginning pistols again and the next round is when you can buy your, okay. your primary weapon and stuff like that. So the game does flip when you're on offense and defense, and but it does flip your your money and your, your bank and your gadgets and stuff that you have. So there's no point in banking it later on in the game. Like once you played like five rounds and you're on offense and you're doing really good and you have all this money, just spend it all because like the next round, you're going to go switch to defense and you're going to lose all that money and start yeah. new fresh it again. It all resets so, for sure. Yeah, so you might as well... You know, max out your abilities for that round. I was always but, using it after the second uh, time around. Yeah, that enables you usually to buy your primary gun, and you have like two primaries you can usually choose from. And it's you know usually some kind of AR and a shotgun, or an AR and a machine gun. You know, um, just kind of. There also is I I didn't really play a whole lot with them. There is melee weapons you can buy like a, like a like a katana sword and a throwing axe and stuff like that, and you can right. melee with those weapons. But you can also equip it, and you can throw it, and it's like an instant kill headshot if you can headshot somebody with yeah, it. Yeah, with the axe. You have seen that. Even, even the katana, it, yeah. Yeah, and it's kind of tricky, but yeah, you just hold down the button, and it gives you a reticle, like, where it's going to kind of go. And then when you release, your character throws it. Uh, the one character has, like, daggers she can throw, and when they stick in the wall, they will detonate when somebody gets 
in that proximity. Mm. So it's like almost like a proximity mine. So you throw the dagger, it sticks in the wall. It doesn't immediately blow up. It starts beeping real quick, and then it blows up, you know. So that t- that player has a second to get away from it, but sometimes they don't, you know. So that's kind of neat that that character has that ability. And I was trying to remember some of the other abilities. There's a guy called Gadget or Gidget or something like that, and and basically he he's like a hack, and he can disable other people's stuff. So the guy that puts down the wall turret, or not turret, but barricade, it disables the barricade. It makes it go away. It destroys it. So you can also pick somebody like that to kind of counter what they're using. But you can't see what they're using at the beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. So the other squad, you don't you don't get to sit there and what is it like? Uh, oh, what game is that? Uh, Overwatch. You can see what each side picks. You know, right. you, you don't get to do that. So you pick your side and your teammates pick theirs. And then it just kind of shows you who you're playing. But it has a neat little intro also. Like, at the beginning of the game, it shows your squad. And they're all walking. And it plays this little bit of, you know, like, badass music. And you're walking along. Yes, and... that is cool. It does look good. And it looks yeah, that was kinda neat. excellent on Xbox. I'm playing on the X. And it looks mm-hmm. crisp and in 4K. And the character models look really cool. And the maps are nice. And art style is done nice. Yeah, the game the game's really flushed out. Like, it's, they, they, it's really really good and it plays even well you know on the pc i think i'm getting about 180 to 200 frames a second you know with the game on, on the highest setting so you know no issues there and there's no like uh no frame drops or choppiness I, I have had some internet drops a couple times but i don't know if that was the game or 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 here because I've, my internet's been kind of wacky every once in a while here i have my heard new of place. people where I don't know if it was on console or I think it was just on console where, oh, people are dropping out or it's dropping people and then I'm the only one in the match. But I haven't, I haven't experienced it just in the, the yeah that the, I played. The, the, the couple times I had, the one time, it was acting really slow. And I'm like, this is just weird. And I went to drop and I got in the ground and everybody was gone. And, and I was like running in spot, like one place. I'm like... Oh no, I'm gonna get disconnected or something. And the next thing I know, the game kind of almost like reloaded, and I was still in the plane. Oh. I'm like, what on earth happened here? And everybody else was probably really mad at me because I, what's you this guy doing? He's yeah. still, he's still up in the plane. What's he doing? You know? And look at my, it looked like I dropped, and I was on the ground getting ready to engage, and everybody else kind of froze. And next thing I know, I'm in the plane again. So, some, I don't know if it was just on the server side or just my internet had an issue or what, but. Yeah, I think it's cool the way it, like, you know, when you're in that plane and then you're kind of trying to watch if, where the other side drops. That mm-hmm. that was interesting where it's like, no, we're all going to the middle. Let's all go down the middle and everybody's, the other team's going to go to wherever they're going, right? Probably A. And then we can just, mm-hmm. you can possibly just get up behind them. It was like a, almost a chance, you know, if you don't try to hit them straight on. Right. Totally hit them by surprise. Yeah, lots of cover, lots of places for cover, so it's cool. Like it's a real strategic game. Yeah, but we'll we'll see we'll see if this game has legs or not. You know, I I feel like it's becoming kind of a saturated market now with Counter Strike and Valorant, and now this kind of joining in. But this, if this game is free, and it's easy to pick up and learn, you know, like so multiple age groups be able to pick this game up and play it too. So I think that kind of makes it easier to access than like say counter-strike you know the skill level and counter-strike is probably a little different than the skill level players in this game i think it's fine if they keep it like for example rim six siege has a 
just regular play mode and a rank mode, right? Mm-hmm. Some people complain about the oh, why is there why is there such a thing? It shouldn't be that way. Like, no, 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 there that's fine. I don't, you know, I don't want everybody just mix mashed in the same circle of games, you know. Mm-hmm. Hey, either play normal or ranked, you know. That's or baby mode. Add a baby mode for me, sure. <laughs> but then all the ranked people <laughs> will be jumping in there. <laughs> that's the practice mode, Gunny. <laughs> yes. Oh. Shh. <laughs> yeah, so I'm finding like I'm not the greatest at shooters and you know, I never really played a whole lot of online shooters until within the last couple of years. So so sometimes I feel like I'm still like an online shooter noob at times, you know. Sometimes I'm just like struggling and other times I feel like I'm really good at them, you know. And so it's kind of weird. But when I play the computer, you know, I I get 14, 15, 16 kills, feel like I feel great. Then I go online and then I just get murdered. You know? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't like this game. I'm playing something different. Or I'm going back to the bots where I feel better about myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh But yeah, that's that game, you know, a rogue company and it should be probably coming out sometime soon as good as it feels and it feels pretty ready to play. So I I'm assuming that game's gonna come out really soon for everybody free to play. And then we'll see see how what well does from there i'm not sure how much is even being streamed um i haven't looked at twitter in a little while but good good game i'm i'm enjoying the little bit that i've played you know i, I probably have i can level like 25 or something in it so got, got some time into it um another game gunny i played and, and this one i just fired up just for a little bit today and i haven't gotten a chance to put a whole lot of time into it is grounded so oh, i had to yeah. download it and i was excited for this game and I thought the the style in the game was going to be neat. I am not a fan of crafting survival games. And I, so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to try for the podcast because the art style looks neat. The concept of being small in a backyard with giant leaves of grass. is like your trees, basically, and, and just different things. So I was like, it's kind of interesting to me. And I don't know if it was because when I was younger, you know, watching Honey, I Shrunk the Kids kind of stuff or what. But I was kind of drawn drawn to it. So I went ahead and downloaded it and installed it. And I thought it was kind of ironic. I don't know if you played this or not. but I did. I played it for an, I played it earlier this week, and I played it for an hour or so last night. So did you notice when you first fired it up, it tells you about the arachnophobia mode, that the game has spiders. And if you have an issue with spiders, you can change the settings. And I'm not sure what it does if it takes them out. I don't or, know. Or so what it, it does. I but... noticed that, that it said press x and then it revealed the spider okay is so it maybe, I maybe okay that's... that was an actual option i did not know that but i made sure to press x and then it showed the spider and then i and then it was a little funky like trying to let's say hey start game but i think you have to choose a character and then press the actual start button on an xbox one controller okay. where it wasn't like it's hey little, you have to press a a little different on the pc so I just thought it was really interesting. They had the acnophobia mode, and it said you could change it anytime in the options. So, like in your menus, there is a way to change that. Um, after that, I read that little disclaimer thing. The the, the game fires up, and it gave you the difficulty options. And you know, it has your typical crafting survival difficulty op- options. I would say the one option though, they had like a creative mode, where there is basically you could just run around, and you know, that's obviously for the people that don't want any kind of challenge or have to deal with stuff like that any monsters, any spiders, or anything like that. Then the next mode, I want to say it was called mild. And the the mild mode basically was still crafting survival. You still had a craft, but you didn't have to deal. 
I think the enemies weren't as aggressive or they didn't have as much health. And you, and I don't think you had to monitor your health and your, your water levels very much. Like it doesn't, stuff doesn't drain as fast as you would on the other mode. The other mode was like the medium, I think they called it. And medium was, you know, just a normal basic gameplay where you can get hungry. You know, you, you have to eat, you got to drink. You got you know, your items will break after time. So like as you're using an axe that you make, it'll eventually wear out and break and stuff like that. Then the last mode was like a more extreme mode where everything they said everything is like turned up way not you know, way more and the enemies are way more difficult. They have more health, you do less damage, stuff breaks faster more often, and you get hungry faster and all that kind of stuff. So I just stuck with the normal normal yeah, me, mode. Me too. And I only played a little bit, so if you remember the game, you kind of start off, and I thought it looked really cool, you know, like the the muddy ground with a little bit of water laying around, and uh, the the tall tree, you know, the tall grass and stuff like that. And, you know, it looks you know, basically like your trees or whatever. But you know, I got to the point where you walk up and you find this machine, and you you don't know what it is, and you it tells you to investigate it. And you gotta hit the little button on top, and it's, these little laser beams come in, and there's one of them is being obstructed, you know, like, and there's a giant leap in the way. So then you have to craft an axe, and you go over and you chop down that leap, and it, okay, I got that one powered up. And then the next thing was like, well, this one has something wrong with it, and it's like flickering, and you kind of go over to where the thing, the light source is coming from, like this laser beam is coming from. And you find these little tick-looking things, and they're chewing on the wires, and you have to kind of kill them. I thought they were and like you... little crabs or something. Yeah, I think they were like a little tick, is what they were. Mites were they? I don't remember. Yeah, like a mite. And um, you follow that wire, and it goes into a cave. You have to craft a torch, and you can light up where you're at because you can't see. The screen just goes black if you don't. And you go in there, and you kill the couple last of those bugs, and it powers up that thing. Oh, I didn't know that. See, I thought because I didn't craft the torch, it was just pitch black in there <laughs> and oh, so yeah, i'm like yeah. just whacking it everywhere <laughs> and i notice there's like a wall or a stone wall that says hey you need like a different axe for this so i thought oh yeah you need like I'm... a pickaxe type thing or something like that well i had the regular you know i was able to figure that out that was pretty much easy to get the regular axe that chops down grass um yeah but there was like a hammer or a pickaxe type thing that was beside the regular axe you know that would chop down the grass and stuff but I ended up playing it, and I thought like my daughter would like this game because she kind of likes Minecraft, and she likes the kind of chill kind of game. And so I actually started the game back over. I, I did a new new game, and I, I, I sat her down and let her play it for a little bit. <laughs> and I kind of walked her through that part where you have to kill little ticks and get to you know make the flashlight or the, the torch and all that kind of stuff. And she just starts to wander, and she wanders, and she finds a big spider. <laughs> And she yeah. just runs. And she's like, ah. So she's running from it, and the spider is chasing her. And when the spider kills her, so then she responds at the beginning. She has nothing. She's like, oh, I need to, like, do all this over again. And, and the progress of her missions and stuff is the same, but she didn't have any of her items. And on the map, it shows you where you, your body was at, and there's, you have your bag there. And you can go back and reclaim your items. So she worked her way back over there, grabbed her bag, and ran. And she... uh was basically like, yeah, 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 I got my stuff, you know, and and I just got to go figure this out. But she's like, I do not like having to deal with the spiders. She's like, I hate spiders. They're like one of the worst things in the world. Definitely don't want to be dealing, dealing with those anymore. So she's like, I'm going to keep playing until I get a spider. And I, I had, I'd walk out of the room for a little while, and 
did some stuff in the kitchen, talking to my other kids. They were there playing Smash Brothers, beating each other up in some Nintendo Switch Smash Brothers. And so I come back in and checked on her again. And, and she was doing better. She was figuring the game out still. And she ran across the big giant baseball, and that was kind of cool. You know, it just looked ginormous to your character. And it just was it was like a cool point of view. And just, again, the game, the game looks really good. It has ray tracing on so it has the beams of the sunlight coming through the grass and all that looks really really cool the reflections of the water looks really good and it just it just really looks like a good looking game on pc running with the ultra settings turned on and ray tracing and everything turned on it looks looks really good and it plays well i don't know what the frame rate is because it's a an xbox game pass game it doesn't let me have a frame rate counter up and it doesn't have one built in so I'm not sure what the frame rate was, but I know it was running smooth. So it, it's, it's pretty good. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I definitely will get some more time into it this week. I also want to try to check out the multiplayer. Yeah, so. that's the thing for me where I just, I only had time maybe an hour last night to, you know, play something different other than um, my normal set of games. And yeah, so I can't wait. I one thing I was like, man, like I can't wait to play this actual multiplayer. Somebody's gonna actually show me a lot of things that I'm over here just trying to figure out, or I don't have to go do a YouTube video. I want to get a, some people in there that know what they're doing, show me what mm-hmm. to do next. But yeah, I'll. And that was the next thing I was trying to do was just craft a torch, and I, but I never thought about going back to that hole of where I need to kill the rest of those mites to yeah get that power just, back it, to the laser. I just thought it was like something further down even though it was like an early objective it was cool that i was able to just unfollow that objective and then i thought let me come back to mm-hmm. the normal spot of where that machine is and that analyze that machine that analyzes items and just kind of start from scratch and I, and I did pick it out too when you find that machine that analyzes items when my daughter was playing it, she kept needing um something to tie the it was like rope it was like i can't remember what they called it like plant fiber or something like that it basically it's like rope you know yeah and she needed to craft it but she didn't have it in her crafting menus what we had to actually do is she had to go back to that little camp area and research a particular i think maybe grass and it tells you what you can make off of grass you oh, know when right. she had a grass and yeah. it, or a plant fiber i think is what, That's it, was. what it was and yeah. when she researched a plant fiber it enabled her to be able to make this this rope type stuff i know what you're but it wasn't coming it wasn't coming for thing because that, that little computer only has a battery for three things and so so that she had like four options and she's she left out the plant fiber option so she didn't have the option to make that kind of rope so she couldn't make the hatchet at first i'm her trying to figure it out but when i went back to it evidently that battery recharges over time yes and then it was refilled and she was able to research that and it told her what her crafting options from there and she was able to uh you know, craft it and go on from there. Yeah, I think like five or ten minutes it, it recharges. So three items per. I, I'm just I'm just guessing it's ten minutes because I was able to go back and say, okay, are they going to make this? Nope, I just see it's on a timer. Just so I can't like just you know discover everything all at once. Maybe that's the whole point. That's there to make it too easy. Um. So yeah, I'm just I was currently just working on the objective of building like a base or a tp i think that's what it said or something similar to that mm-hmm. and, i don't know if i got that far we just right in the beginning where we had gotten yeah where we had gotten was basically i could make a door you get like the grass planks and it was like a big piece of 
grasp. It was almost like a wall, you know, and it enabled you to do like a, a door and, and maybe there was something else I could make out of it. But that's and that's where I stopped. But again, I didn't I didn't have a whole lot of time yeah. with the game. And that was just today. Yeah. And I also just decided like, OK, I'm just going to run into one direction to open the map, kind of see where I'm at. And yeah, obviously you get on the outskirts and you're going to run into some pretty big spiders well, usually it's just one spider at a time, and they'll, uh, yeah, they'll they'll come after you for sure. <laughs> like if you got to run quick, you can't turn around and fight them. Um, but oh yeah, the other thing too was I think if you if you do hit, you can hit this. You could have multiple saves on this because um, that's kind of like where I was just uh, uh, where I was kind of screwing up was where I just kept going respawn instead of reload. Because then I could have just re- reloaded from my other save. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man, I kept doing respawn. Oops. You know, like, I would have had, you know, kind of went back to where I was. But, yeah, because I think if you just if you just kind of reload it, then yeah, it's just going to start you at zero. I think she finished this little part where you could make the little bed or a place where you would respawn, you know, because it started getting dark and they told her she had to craft, like, a hut or something. Yeah, that's where I'm at. So okay. I haven't, I was, I thought about, like, oh, let me go to YouTube real quick, see how to make a hut. Like, I had all the materials, or the know-how. All they do on the PC was, um, she had the materials, and it said, she put up the menu, and it was under uh, uh, structures, maybe? I think there was, like, a tab, and it had the hut, and she just clicked on it, and it's, all you have to do is just hit the space bar, and it instantly crafts it. Oh, like, okay. And she, she had it available, that. and then she crafted it, and she went to go to sleep, but it, it told her she couldn't sleep until a certain time. The game had to get so dark, so she had to wait. And then when she could sleep, it would skip the night time. Like a, like a Minecraft things. would. Yeah, and you would wake up in the morning, you know, so. I see. Oh, that's good because I was running around in the dark and then I'm like, should I just change the contrast and lighting on my TV? Because I am just like running into everything. <laughs> and then it is funny like where there are certain areas in the game besides just the outskirts of it, but where it'll say um, enemy alert or something. It, basically, mm-hmm. you'll get that. You'll see it on your screen, and then you'll hear, you know, an enemy approaching you, and then it's just time to run in any direction you possibly can to get away from right. that. Right. That's what happened to my daughter with the spider, and it, it chased her down though, <laughs> so it was it was faster than her. Yeah. It was. I think it was called an orb spider, and, and yeah, it, it killed her. But other than that, I I think it's cool. It's uh yeah. I just I I want next time I want to play this in multiplayer. Yeah, and, definitely. Yep. Go for it. But there. uh. The last, the last game this week, Gunny, well, I guess I did play, I'll throw in there real quick. I did play a little bit of Apex the last couple of days. Um, last night I did jump on and play with Cadillacs and Stickersney. And we, we played for probably about two two or three hours. Just, just had a good time just, you know, just killing people, dying, re, you know, <laughs> relaunching the game, getting in there and just, you know, rinse and repeat. Just uh, enjoying some Apex action. The, the, the three of us haven't played together in a little while, so that was kind of nice and it's nice to relax in that aspect, but the last game, Gunny, I played, I think you mentioned this in the show last week when I wasn't here, after after I got my house back from Eric, you know, I had to, like, kick him out again, totally Good. needed to go, go back to Michigan, you know, you know, go back he to that welcome out real quick. Dirty, dirty state up there that nobody ever from Ohio wants to go to, you know, back up to 8 Mile. You know what? I was watching up. a video, was watching this video, looking at the new Ford Bronco. Because mm-hmm. that's apparently where Ford is made. They're in Michigan. 
apparently for, I guess, for a long time now. And it's just like dirt and mud. They're just showing this video of the new Bronco in dirt and mud. Is that all this Michigan is? I don't know. I'd rather be. just live in it's Ohio. Probably worse. It's probably worse in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no, so yeah, I don't... Um... I know how much you talked about it. I remember I listened to this show, but I don't remember how much you talked about it now. Um, I played some Carry On. Oh, yes. And that's a, this yeah. new game on, on on Game Pass. You know, it's, it is also on Steam where you can buy it and a couple other places. But, you know, the, you can get it on Game Pass for free. So definitely wanted to check it. Oh, it's on the Switch also. So I, I went ahead and downloaded it on the Game Pass. Actually, Eric downloaded it for me during the episode last week. <laughs> <laughs> and so He's as clicking he was on sitting things. at my computer. And yes, guys, he was. He was actually at my place. He come down here and picked up a computer and took it back. And he's working on, you know, getting on the PC side of things, playing a couple of PC games. Why so um, many launchers, man? Yeah. He, uh, if you want to hear his thoughts on it, GFNG is getting ready to have a new episode come out here soon. So just kind of plug them real quick that he, he talks about his his computer experience, his Ohio, his Ohio experience here. Um, well, I thought know, we that, I think last week on GFNG is when he, he started to talk about it and then I had whatever arrived at my location. So I didn't get to finish it, but yeah, yeah it was the night prior. He was getting ready to come to my house the next day. So yeah, this week, um, I actually was on there as a guest and we, we kind of talked about a little bit, our trip to Ohio and some of the things he did. We went I took him to this little toy store that had like these eighties retro toys, basically seventies, eighties and nineties toys from my childhood and a little bit of his childhood. Nice. And you know, probably more like you Gunny, you know, where all the G. I. Joes and the Transformers yeah. and the GoBots and all that kind of stuff. So you can buy all of them all of them there. And everything everything is there for sale. It's a very small building, but it's just jam packed with toys. I mean just jam packed. So I took him there. He wanted to check that out. We went out to eat and stuff. We had, we had this place that was on uh, Man vs. Food, famous for their hamburgers, like oh, a big yeah. hamburger. So they have a hamburger in there that has like 24 ounce of patty. Did he say so, Culver's is better? No, he didn't say Culver's <laughs> is better. <laughs> but but he, uh, he, he mentioned about getting it. They call it the Therminator. The restaurant's called Thurman's. And he's like, I'm going to get... This Terminator, he goes, holy cow, it's $25. Yeah. I'm like, dude, if you want it, get it. I don't care because I, I, I treated him and stuff. But uh, I'm like, get it. I want to see you eat this thing. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, and he didn't. He chickened out. And I, I wasn't going to eat it, you know. But he, he he got a regular burger, and that thing was already just massive, you know. And it filled both of us up. And then from there, we just kind of come back toward my place, and we went by the Ohio State Stadium, and I showed him that kind of stuff, the OSU campus and stuff. Ohio but, rules. Yeah, but back back to carry on. You know, I didn't remember if you talked about it or not, or I think I thought you had. I talked about and, it a little bit last week, but I haven't just dealing with family stuff. I haven't played it this week, so I downloaded. It, I've been playing it on PC, and then I'm like, hey, I should turn on my Xbox this week. But yeah, I've just gotten it downloaded on there, so I haven't played it with the yeah on the big TV yet. Yeah, I mean, I'm probably gonna repeat a couple couple things you talked about, but you know, the game starts off where you're the monster, and that's kind of a neat, different take on things. You know, you don't get to be the monster very often, and you're kind of like a what would you call it, like a blob with tentacles that come out of it. Yeah, I was just thinking like I was, I think I was calling it the spaghetti octopus monster, right or creature, (laughs) I guess. Yeah, and uh, the movement in this game is probably what sells it. You you just move so fluid and so easily. It's like you're liquid. You know, you just traverse the map so easily is kind of fun and then i was you know i was playing with the controller so 
you would use your right analog stick and you control like a tentacle that would reach out and you can grab like a human and when you would pull the human back into you and it would it was always funny the little the sounds and the animations that you had you know because you had little teeth that come out of your monster and when you bite them you hear the scream and the crunching you know yeah like they kind of ripped in half and you would you would eat the people and you grow in size and I don't know how far you got into this game, Gunny, but you, you find new abilities as you go. And I think there's going to be a total of four abilities you gain. And I think I have all four now. But what what the game does is kind of neat is when you get big, you have different abilities from when you have small. So when you're smaller, you have this one ability where you can shoot like a little web, almost like a little thing. And you can interact with like a, uh, there's a switch on the other side of a wall you can't right. get into. But when you're small, you can shoot a little thing out, like almost like a tentacle out, and you can grab it and pull it and activate that switch. When you're big, you don't have that ability. When you're big, you have this ability to bust through doors, like wooden doors and, and crates. So it depends if you're big or small what abilities you have. No, so I that, think it... That was kind of neat. That's not what I found. I found that where when I was big, I was able to... I guess it, I wonder if it depends on what direction you're heading because I went to like, I was just trying to do like a whole, like I didn't see a map. So I'm just like, okay, let me just go to the yeah, left and no see how map, far yeah. I can go there. And I was able to pick up the web ability and then you go back right while I was big. But I think the way that you I have think to the get purpose really big, of that though. is so, so many humans are not on you at once where you can shoot the web, you know, uh, pull a lever, yeah, uh, shoot a human what, so he, he doesn't shoot at you. Yeah, and that then, area yeah. has a couple things with the web where you have to shoot through the little opening and, and flip that lever. But later on, I, and I, I'm not I'm sure how far you got. Yeah, you, when you get big, in the beginning. there's these, these, okay, there's these wooden doors you get to and you can't get through them. And so you have to get big to bust through those doors. And then sometimes you have to make yourself small again, but you find these pools of water and they're like a different color. And you can get in them, and you can deposit part of yourself in that pool of water to make oh, yourself small. Okay, and then you go back and, that. and then you go back and you can flick that switch. Then you go back and grow big, and then you can get through this doorway because that flick that switch opened up some kind of metal door. So you're when you're okay when you're talking about going into that little pool of water, which I've seen to make mm -hmm. yourself smaller. Essentially, you're taking your health away. Um, At the yeah, same you time, take, you take some of your health away, but you get new abilities with it. Got it. So it's you got to use those abilities. Yeah. Yeah, and there's another ability you'll get later on that you can turn yourself invisible. So it doesn't really explain it to you, but there's basically these um, electric boxes. They're like a like an electric panel, and you got to break it open. When you break it open, you grab it with your tentacles, and it electrocutes you. But it charges your ability you get, and you get this ability to turn invisible. And so it basically, it's on a, when you use it, you have a a bar, and it depletes that bar. And when that bar is zero, you become visible again. There, there are spots in the game where there's like a laser beam you have to get through because if you cross the laser beam, it closes the steel door and you need that door open. So you have to go back and flick a switch again, open that steel door, and then you can electrocute yourself again so you can go invisible and you turn invisible and you go through where the laser beam is at and get through that area. That's another ability I think that you have to have when you're big. So you kind of have to be strategic like when you're big, when you're small at times, and that's kind of the the meat and potatoes of this game, I think. It's it's how to get through the level and how to get from point A to B. You know you have to go this way, but what do you have to unlock and how do you get there, you know? And how is the game kind of leading you that way? The other thing that's gonna it was kind of confusing to me 
there, you remember there's an option where you can hit, I think you, since you're playing the Xbox controller, that's what I did. Um, if you hit left trigger, it makes a roar and it makes yes. this little like, um, vibrations of audio coming from different places. And basically what that tells you is kind of where you kind of want to go. And there'd be like, one's kind of red and the other one would be kind of like a black and white or something like that. But like, I think the red one is the one kind of the direction you need to go. And you, de- you deposit yourself in those, in the walls and it's kind of like a respawn point, basically. I think you, it's a you, save, isn't it? More. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you save, and if you die, you respawn right there. But you also, if you're really weak, say you get really small, you can run back to that spot, and you can respawn to full size. Correct. And and go back in, and then later on, when you find there'll be like three or four of those in a section. When when you find all of those, it opens up the main one, and then you go to the main one. It's like a bigger bigger circle. You deposit yourself in there. You can you like crawl in it. And then it warps you to a, the next area. So you kind of leave one area and you work yourself into a new area. And the, again, this new area is going to have a new ability. You're probably going to learn and a new mechanic. And you're going to try to figure out that mechanic and how you're going to use that ability in that area. And, that's, and you, you keep progressing that way. Yeah, that's, um, I've made it to that second area. That's where I stopped. So, I enjoy the game. It's, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, I was gonna try to have it beat the time we got we recorded this week, but I got sidetracked with uh, grounded, and the game. I looked it up on time to beat, and the game is only four hours long, hmm. five hours if you try to unlock everything. So maybe if you're a novice or don't know what exactly you're doing right away, it's gonna take you five hours to beat it. I probably have about four and a half hours in it, and I'm pretty sure I think I'm on the last level. It's called like something scientist headquarters, you know, kind of thing. And there's like these these lab guys there, and then there's these also these mechs. It's like a two two legged mech that patrols an area. When I mean, that thing sees you, it shoots missiles and machine guns at you, and they're a real pain. And you gotta like grab them with your tentacles, and you kind of kind of shake them around and stuff like that. And you gotta break them apart, and they have a lot more health. They're a lot harder to kill. So I think. I think I'm on the last level, pretty close, and uh, by next week I should have that game finished up. So, nice. unfortunately, as good as the game is, it's only like four to five hours long range. So, do you wish it was longer, or do you think it's going to be, or do you think it's that's a good time um, length? I guess I, I don't mind it being this short because I played it on game pass for free or you know paying for game pass you know like this game is included in game pass now like on the switch it's not included or on steam it's not included and the game is twenty dollars so that's probably my complaint for for four or five hours of gameplay for twenty dollars is a little steep Mm -hmm. so and, and you know and it is kind of more a puzzle mechanic you know trying to figure out it's a metroidvania so you know when you get that ability you're going to get access to this new part of the game you know and then you figure out how to use that ability, like I was saying, okay, now I'm in this new area, you know, and you get this new ability, and you have to figure out how to utilize it to get through the next area, and that's, you know, that's the concept of the game. Okay. So, but it is satisfying, you know, killing the humans and eating them, and, you know, the crunching and, and stuff is kind of fun. And just, the, the, I would say the star of the game, though, is just the movement on how fluid you move and how quickly you can move through things. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that's that is cool because I know one of the things I'd come in and I would I would tr- the first thing I would try to do was like take an object and throw that at an enemy like oh I missed so now I need to grab the enemy right and I'd probably just shake him once with that right analog stick and throw him <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. then it was like okay uh, 
since some of the human enemies are standing still, it's hard to, for me, it was like, okay, there, I, oh, I didn't see him on the screen. He was like, he's, they're like stick figures to me because, so they're like shooting up at me, you know, and they do a lot of damage, you know, just yeah. shooting pistols. I'm yeah, like, holy you, crap. You, you I'm like, where's that coming from? Fast. Have you run across the guys that have the little electronic shield in front of them looking thing? Not yet. Those guys are tough. So those guys, you just got to rush and you have to get them from behind. So you can you can't attack through that shield in the front. They have like this electronic shield barrier thing in front, and they hurt you really bad. And I, that's what I die by the most common. Is the it best me? thing you can do is shoot the web at them. When you get that web ability, yeah, try to get an angle on them where they can't shoot you yet, and hit them with that web thing, and it knocks them down so they can't use that shield thing. And then you swoop in there real fast and you eat them while you can. Right, <laughs> so, get, get that health going. I feel like everybody's they, taken a lot of things from dun, uh, dead cells do you see that as well with like some of the games we've seen in recent or is this from a different game do you think um i don't know if they're taking it from dead cells i mean it's a pretty tried and true gaming style you know like you know that's the kind of game we had back in the nintendo days you, that's what it reminds me of something i would have played back in the nintendo era so I don't know. I get just it's just a well flushed out, nice and smooth. You know, plays really well. Dead Cells is the same way. I could totally have seen myself playing Dead Cells back in the Nintendo era. Yeah. You know, if that would you know was able to be made back then. I mean, it could have been made graphically. It just somebody didn't think about it. But I could see that game being played on Nintendo. Right. I'm you just know, thinking original I'm just saying, maybe some of those RG, RB, RPG elements. You know, that Dead Cells has and how. You know where I've seen mm -hmm. that in uh, West of the Dead, and how I'm, now I'm seeing it in Carry On. But I don't know. Maybe I've just never noticed it before because yeah. you know, I'm and playing I think, more of those games. Yeah, I mean, and that roguelike experience I think is growing in popularity because probably a Dead Cells, because that was probably the most popular one right now. I would I would say yeah, especially within the last, the last year. probably five years or yeah, a couple even. years. So. You know, but, you know, you, like this game, you know, Carry On, you could almost take it as from, you know, it's a Metroidvania, which you could take it as like a Castlevania kind of game or a oh, Metroid sure. kind of game. Yeah. You know, Metroid, that's exactly what Metroid was, is you explored the map, you got new abilities, and then you had a backtrack and you could get into this new section of the game because you had this new ability. You know, you had that ability where you could turn into a little ball and you could roll around and it, it would you go through a narrow corridor and it put you in a different part of the map. And stuff like that. So the old, the old Nintendo games had some of that. Nice. But, but that is it for me, Gunny. Um, you know, again, kind of, kind of busy week for me. But this week is going to be, you know, a little more games for me. Vacation week, so I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to playing some uh, Horizon Zero Dawn on the PC this week. It comes out on the seventh of August here. So, Sweet. looking forward to that. That's going to be the back half of the week, so I won't get a whole bunch of time with it, but. I will get some time with it before our next episode. Great. Um, what about you, Gunny? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's been it's been such a crazy week for me. I, um, you know, I'll just say that it's been like just it was things have been like stressful. So I've been like, you know, what my go-to game is when I'm stressed out? City Skylines. City Skylines. <laughs> so yeah. I played. I played. Uh, I just played the hell out of that game on earlier this week for like three days straight that's all i played just like you know this is what i'm gonna do but i add train stations and put roads over here and watch the traffic i like watching this guy called biffa plays on youtube 
Mm -hmm. And I love watching his videos of how he's trying to fix traffic and watch gridlock. I know it com it's crazy coming from someone who's a truck driver, right? But, but in this game, I'm in control of where people can go, what people can do, right? Where they go shopping, you know? So it's like, it's almost like I'm just God looking down upon a city saying, you know, you must use this road. And, um, yeah, that's, that's what I like. That's, I've downloaded some modded maps, um, custom maps. Uh, currently, I'm playing on Fresno. So, Fresno, California. Uh -huh. I've, like, oh, there's too many roads here. So, I've deleted them, um, making people use subways or, you know, now you guys are going to use trains to get to work. How about that? You're not going to use, a, like, all your cars. So, yeah. So, I did that. And then, um, yeah, just played some little bit of Grounded from what, what I talked about there. And some carry on oh and also a couple rounds i did get a couple rounds of uh call of duty plunder mode i'm just i really like that mode on the pc yeah and, and i know i've sent you is that the mode of the money yes and i know i've sent you some yes. screenshots going hey look i'm actually getting a little better at this game <laughs> yeah. you know um like look at all the money i collected and was able to deposit so yeah and it's fun. I, that so that I, game is that mode is nice because when you die, you can respawn. So yes, you have that, that battle royale feel, and you get to respawn. I get to respawn. Isn't that just the best thing ever? Now I know you can do that in the um, battle royale uh, mode, where yeah, you get to go to Gulag, and you know you can. You got to win the fight. You got to win the fight, right? Um, or I don't know. I guess. Only one person has to win the fight, but then you come back. I don't know. It's weird. Oh, uh, yeah. You had to win the fight, and then you could actually bring other people back if they had the money. There'd be like those Otherwise, they, yeah, they can buy a respawn, uh, yes. which is cool. I think it's great. I'm, I, You know what? I thought, hey, I'm on board with that, too. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll be checking more of that out. But it's just been like just random times. Um, you know, I get home, and I'll, that's, sometimes that's the first thing I'll play is I'll just jump right into a plunder mode. And I... I myself actually uninstalled Battlefield or not Battlefield, but uh, Call of Duty because the size of the game. I, I kept seeing these updates, and and on, on my PC it's over 200 gig now. Okay, and so I'm like holy smokes, I'm tired of adding these updates. And I literally was looking at my Origin account, and I installed Battlefield 5, Battlefront 2, and Apex, and I still took up less hard drive space than Call of Duty did by itself. Crazy. And I'm like, I'm so tired of having like all this space taken up. I can, where I can install three other games that look just as good. You know, Battlefield Five looks still great. I got fired it up the other day, and that game still looks really great. And I turned on ray tracing and I turned on all the effects, and it looks amazing. And the same thing with um, Battlefront. You know, the Star Wars game, the, that shooter. Yeah. I was having a lot of fun playing through that, and that game looks great. You know, um, when Eric was over here, that's one of the games I showed him. I'm like, look at this game. It looks like an ultra, you know, on the PC, and how good and how how smooth everything is and stuff. And and he was playing around with that a little bit, enjoying that. And I also installed a couple other big games, and I was just kind of like, Call of Duty's fun, but I don't really like having that 200 gig taken up from one but, game. So I mentioned this last week, and I I forgot your response, but I've heard other people talking about, and I might have even watched somebody doing it on a YouTube video where they uninstalled Call of Duty. And then they just, the only thing was they just um, added, jeez, uh, um, the, the Battle Royale mode. Plan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's all they did. Like, even though they own the regular game, they just installed that mode. 
So there is a way to do it. And I don't know how many gigs that is. I'd have to actually look. But yeah, and they do. Yeah, there are frequent updates to it. So maybe, yeah, I'm sure there's a trick to it to where, hey, you might just get 40 gigs or something. I I just don't understand why that game needs to be so big. Like, it looks good, yes. And there's a lot of DLC type stuff, you know, like stuff at the store where you can buy different characters and different abilities, or not abilities, but, you know, you can buy the flares for guns because I have some flares and stuff like that. But I don't understand why that game has to be 200 gig. You know, it doesn't look any better than what battlefield five does and you know in comparison graphically on the pc at least and you know that game's only 90 gig and why does battle you know battlefield be 90 and call of duty is 200 plus yeah i'm sure they've got a valid excuse of why they don't respect your hard drive space and even battlefield also has a battle royale mode so you can't say because Call of Duty has a Battle Royale mode that it's bigger. Battlefield also has that Firestorm mode, I think, still. I haven't played it, but I think it's there, you know? And so I, I just don't really get it. Yeah, I also feel like that their maps are not as big as, like, I think PUBG's maps are bigger. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sure PUBG's maps are bigger. Maybe maybe Battlefield even has bigger maps. Even. Um, Battlefield is known for their big maps because the vehicles and all that kind of right. stuff. And so, you know, Call of Duty has some big maps, but it also has some small maps and and stuff. And it has the maps for the, the, the two versus two kind of thing and stuff like that. But I don't know. I just don't. I, I wish I knew the reasoning why it was. It takes up so much room because I, I just don't I don't see. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, because I just feel like why? Why am I getting this? the size you know i guess that's what i like to know it's like what what benefit am i getting out by having a game that's 200 gig compared to the game would be a 90 gig or 80 gig you know because obviously all these other games are are like that you know they can they've shown they can be 80 gig so what what is call of duty doing different yeah it can't be security updates because those are so small and those are every day or every other day i've noticed and so and i'm not even saying that it could be it could be a valid, you know, completely valid thing or or what, but at least I could say, okay, I can justify, like, this game's 200 gig because it has this advantage over the other ones. Right. But when I look at Call of Duty and Battlefield side-by-side, side, they are a lot alike. You know, they play different, yes, but graphically they're really close to each other. Gameplay, like, smoothness, they're really close to each other. They both offer Battle Royale. So I, I don't know what, what the difference is and why I can install two games and take up less space than, you know, Call of Duty's one game. You know how, you know, here's another thing. I don't think we've ever brought this up, you know, but we talk about these streaming services, Stadia, um, xCloud, NVIDIA, mm-hmm. uh, other people want to get into the streaming service, right? Because, hey, you don't have to take, you don't need this graphical power and you don't need hard drive space, but being it's just right there on your on your mobile device or wherever you're playing at, mm-hmm. uh, which is great. I know that Nipron was talking about playing Destiny on PC, and you know, and he's made some changes to where little it to no lag, better. and yeah. he likes it, and uh, that's you know, I know he has hard drive space that he, I'm pretty sure with his PC. I know maybe it's not working right at the moment, but anyway. So besides that. What about the next technology just being the fact that, you know, where these 200 gigs can be 
you know, the size of 500 megabytes or something. You know what I mean? Just how do we get that smaller? Right, like a compression kind of thing or... Yeah, but then I understand it would need to be a faster processor, better memory. But that's what I'm talking about. Like, when do we get there, you know, to mm -hmm. where I can say, hey, uh, guys, check it out. So I got the new Samsung phone or the iPhone, in my case, right, the new iPhone 12, whatever. And it's got, you know, these games on it that, you know, that you had to go out and buy a hard drive for. I don't know. I'm just saying it. they should be, hopefully we'll get there someday. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, devices. this isn't a continued trend. These games getting bigger and bigger. You know, I first remember when games got to like 50 gig. We were like, "Holy smokes! Look at this game! It's 50 gigabyte!" You know, and then yeah. a couple other games kind of started creeping up in the 80s and the 90s, and it's almost like a contest. These guys sitting there going, "Let's see who can make the biggest download game." <laughs> you know, not most downloads, but like the biggest game. Right. You know, because next thing you know, like I can't remember what it was. I remember we just hit something that was like a hundred gig, and we were like, we were like, "Holy smokes, this game's a hundred gig!" And it might have been Call of Duty when it first came out. And the next thing you know, it's creeping up and creeping up and creeping up. And now it's, you know, I have this thing that runs a a scan of my my hard drives, and it tells me how big every single file is. And I, it was. I know, I don't remember the exact number, but I know it was over 200 gig for Call of Duty. And I just couldn't justify keeping it on there and taking that much space. And, you know, and I wasn't playing it very much right now. So, I mean, if I played it every day, then I can justify, okay, I'll, I'll leave Call of Duty on there. But I was playing other games. And I felt like playing other games at the time. And I had just, you know, I it, right now my new build, I don't have as much hard drive space as I did in my old one because I left that with my son. So... You know, I only have a terabyte on this one of M.2. And so that 200 gig of Call of Duty takes up a good chunk. Yeah, <laughs> so, I think, you know, I think players and people listening are perfectly fine with the fact that, oh, you know, I went to Fry's or Target or somewhere or Amazon and I got a two gig um, external hard drive. A two terabyte, so can, yeah. Yeah, two terabyte. So we can play more games. That was the whole point of this, to play more games, not to just you know, play one freaking game, you know, like, right. And so respect uh, my hard drive space, Activision. Yeah. Uh, and I was just making on the that PC, you know, before I'm like, yeah, they're going to have their own call of duty edition hard drives at this point. <laughs> you know, yeah. this game will hold call of duty. My M.3 call of duty edition. Oh, how much did you pay for that thing? 400, you know, geez, right. what? No. Yeah. But cra craziness. Yeah. You know, and my concern is, is is not really for the PC because it is easy to add hard drives and stuff to my PC. But but Gunny, like you go out and buy your PS5 or your new Xbox Series X, and they're gonna have a unique hard drive. Has anybody even said, well, you know, external drives? Are you gonna be able to plug external drives into these things? What kind of external drive are you gonna have? Because you know we keep hearing this talk about the PlayStation and their new their new hard drives and and how it loads into textures and all that stuff with like a yeah. direct path from that hard drive to the cpu which is basically like on a computer using a pci express lane which uses is be used by a graphics card and stuff so if it was a playstation is using something like that when you plug in a hard drive to usb you don't have that bandwidth which it can't take and receive as much information as fast as that pci express lane Correct. so will the games load that way will the games load in just slower or would that interfere with the gameplay of the game itself? Maybe that game is designed not to have any, 
you know, to be real fluid most of the time and not have to worry about loading times. And then we're sitting here with an external drive and you plug it in because you wanted to put a game on there because you're out of hard drive space because, again, the PlayStation's only like an 800 gig drive. And what if you can only buy a particular kind of hard drive to put, to plug in and it's going to work? You know, either you have to buy that you know, new PlayStation again and then Call of Duty. No, I think you know, they, I'm pretty sure, because I think we would have heard about it or even read something on the show, but I'm pretty sure you can take your existing hard drives. Am I right on that? I'm pretty sure. I it's don't know. Just, That's just, that was my yeah. question, because I don't look into it as much, but, but it's just my thought process is, like I said, it just, they, the USB 3.0 has a certain bandwidth, and we'll be able to pull what it needs off of that. You know, because you talk, you know, they, they talk about the hardware, the the, the yeah. new technology of the hard drive. How great this new hard drive is! It's not necessarily software; it's actually hardware oriented. And right. so, when you're taking today's older hardware and plug it in on a USB port on a new PlayStation. Is it going to be able to respond and work the same way as it would as the internal drive? No. And well, is it going to cause a problem? The internal drive is going to be the SSDs that are going to be so much. So, okay, I'm the pretty M.2s, sure yeah. you can use your existing external hard drives on the newer hardware. I'm and maybe almost just have, certain. Maybe, maybe have load times and stuff then? Or... Well, that'll be, obviously, that's going to be different from an HDD to a SSD, right? Because they even oh, said yeah. on, you know, they've said it on uh, Digital Foundry and I think even, obviously, PlayStation and xbox has said like oh my gosh little to no load times or you know something to that effect i think it's gonna be great i think but yeah i think there's i don't know it's hard to tell with like a general consumer you know if they're gonna be you know how many times may i have you you know we've gotten into a game of sea of thieves or uh that that one takes a long time to load right there's a good example Right? Where... Um, I'm not sure because it's a little different on my end because most of the stuff I play on PC and I have it on M.2 drive already. Yeah. So M.2 drives have been long, out for probably about can, five years. I could tell you it's a long time, right? I don't know how many minutes, but it's like I'm just sitting here falling asleep waiting for Sea of Thieves to load. But once it loads in, right? Everything's on memory. Everything's good to go. Um, textures, you know, they take a... Mm-hmm. You know, they take a few seconds or whatever. Um, you know, I don't think... You know, if people want to play the game, they're not really going to... I know for us, right, we're going to keep, you know, Call of Duty, um, every uh, our other important games are going to be on those SSDs running on a Microsoft Series X and the new PlayStation 5. You yeah. know, if I get Ratchet and Clank, that game looks so cool. That's definitely going on the SSD. That is not going on an external drive. Um, oh, here's another good example. I play, every time I see it, like I saw it yesterday, I loaded up SnowRunner. And mm-hmm. every time, every time I load up that game, and it happens with other games too, where, and it could just be that I have an OLED TV where I load in and it'll start me at the garage or wherever my last save point was. Well, the, the, uh, what do you call it? Like the, it's not quite, the textures don't load in right away. Mm-hmm. It takes, I'm going to say one to two seconds or one and a half seconds before they start. So I'm like, okay, that's obviously... Yeah, they don't, yeah, they pop in and it takes that long. So that's obviously on my, you know, one of my external drives that I'm running. Right. And that's my concern is, is, is how fast will that stuff load in on the new PlayStation? You know, if a game needs it, but if it's a game be... is designed to not to have load times and then all of a sudden you have to have a load time, will it mess up your experience? 
if you had Spider-Man and you you know there was no load in Spider-Man when you're swinging around, and then you have a new have it on an external, and the game has to load in when you it, swing to a certain spot, would that interrupt it? No, I'm pretty sure. Now, now I'm no technical person, but I'm pretty sure it all it doesn't pull. Not like it, it's not like PCs back in the day. I think PCs back in the day used to do that. I'm sure somebody's yelling at me right now, going, "What are you talking about, Gunny?" But no, I believe it all loads to memory. But once it loads, then it's ready to play. It doesn't keep pulling from right. that external, right? It doesn't keep you know keeps in constant communication, but it's not pulling any textures or anything like that. They're already once it just the time of it takes to load in, right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. That's I mean, the it's key your load right time your levels and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think, I think most people, you know, they're gonna get their Spider-Man, their Ratchet and Clank, their Halo Infinite. You know, it's all gonna be on the SSD because if you're running it on a new Series X, right? It's just the only thing that's gonna show on your screen is waiting for other players, right? So those will be those will be your uh, original OG Xbox One players, right? People with slower PCs or whatever, you know, um, maybe slower internet speeds. It's just waiting for them to catch up. Yeah, right. and what well, happens on the PC that. side of things, yeah. say if I'm, I have my M.2 and I have, uh, let's say, a Battle Royale on the Apex. Oh, no, let's not say Apex, because that has a character selection. Let's say uh, PUBG was good for this. Um, I would launch PUBG, and I'd be like the very first person in the lobby, because I have it on this M.2, and it has a really fast read and write, and then you would see guys just kind of pop in to the yeah. lobby. They just appear, and it could be like a minute afterwards, you know, and they you could tell those guys are the guys with the standard hard drives, and they would pop in the last minute and, and stuff, but, you know, they would get in, but, you know, that's just the difference. If my load time to their load time, it didn't really do anything except for I just had to wait in the lobby longer. Right, and <laughs> I'm sure know? with that NIP.3, you're like, like Jesus had even mentioned, you're skipping like an entire screen that would have taken you know, somebody else, uh, mm-hmm. 10 to 30 seconds where yours is like zip, <laughs> yeah. you know? I, I can't remember what it was, but I think it was something to do with Windows one time and somebody's Windows loaded up, Windows 10, and there was a screen I'd never seen before and I'm like, right, yes. how did you get this screen? Like, where did, and they're like, that's always been there. And I'm like, I've never had that on my Windows 10. Yeah. And, like mine, and mine, I, run mine on I don't that. even have that circle. You know that little circle of dots that move in a circle? I've seen it on some oh, of them. Oh, yes. I have that Like on it's loading windows? Yep. Yeah, I don't I don't even have that. It just goes, my screen, when I type in my password at the beginning to log into Windows, my screen goes from, it, it fades dark for a second, and it just lights up, and I'm instantly in Windows. Same here. So, I have the Samsung SSD, seven seconds, boom, up and running. Everything yeah, is like, and, it feels instant to me. Yeah, I think my last boot time was three seconds. I think the last time I looked. So yeah, it's it's, it's crazy. Fa- I think it's gonna blow people's minds getting these new consoles. They're gonna be like, what the? Yeah, what? And that's gonna be the biggest difference. That's probably the thing they're gonna enjoy the most from this generation of consoles is is the load times. In all honesty, um, I don't know how much of a graphic improvement we're gonna see. You know, we're gonna maybe see better draw distance and better frame rates from these consoles, but the load times are the things that people are gonna feel and I think enjoy the most. Once they get, you know, that initial shock of how fast things can actually load in compared to what it was stand on, you know, on a standard hard drive before, it's going to be huge to them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think it's going to be. Yeah, it's it's it'll, they'll be fast. So. Yes, faster. Definitely. But uh, with all that said, Gunny, do you have anything else you've been playing this week? No, that's all. I think we're ready to move on. All right. What well, time is it, Gunny? It's news time. Diddy peep peep. News time. Breaking news. Breaking news, folks. Mail, you put the news up. 
And what do we have? What's new on the internet fronts? Oh man, I gotta find it. I thought you were gonna because <laughs> I didn't put it in the document <laughs> here. I've been so normally I'd have things in the document, but may I just put it on the Discord? All right, so, so let's read it off of there. All right, all right. Fly with by night over we're here. Gonna, we're gonna start off speaking. Speaking of next generation, Gunny, we're gonna talk about some next generation Xbox Series X action over here, and our good old game Halo Infinite that you know was showed off on the Xbox event the other day, and it was a confirmed the other day, Gunny that the multiplayer is going to be free-to-play for everybody. Ooh, everybody. Everybody gets to play. Everybody. everybody. That's cool, man. So I'm bringing all my my uh, Sony Pony friends over, you know, and they're going to bring it. Wait a minute. Hold on. Who is this free for? Everybody but Sony players. Okay. <laughs> what about Switch? <laughs> it said everybody, damn it. I don't know. Is and I've, I've I've heard things, I've read things, you know, where people are like they're trying to bring Game Pass to Switch. And so Oh, no, that's just been like just rumors. That's not gonna happen. I'll tell you that right now. That is not gonna happen. Um but yeah, it said uh the article goes on to say, you know, it, it says that the leak started with, as they usually do, uh a retailer accidentally posted some early information gunny oops you know those leaks them guys accidentally posting stuff early and uh that retailer was smith's toys who apparently leaked the multiplayer into our info before quickly pulling it down but one lucky insider was able to snap up a screenshot and provided a few more details regarding halo infinite's multiplayer Hmm. and this is the frame leaker the frame leaker club right and so he's responsible for a couple more leaks. And he said, he added to the rumor, he said, since everyone is covering this topic, I might just go ahead and as well and release the fact that Halo Infinite Multiplayer will be free to play and Arena of our Arena aims for 120 frames per second on the Series X Battle Pass system. Okay. With customization options completely new to Halo is hmm. what he is saying. So interesting. So it sounds like, you know, and maybe this is what everybody's going to be doing is the free-to-play mode with the battle pass option. Okay, so let me just get this straight. I mean, that's, you know, if you're if it's on, yeah, I mean, every, mostly I assume everybody just has Xbox Gold, right? I mean, if you're, why wouldn't you? But then again, I don't, it just, I don't see that adding to non-Gold players like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That that being a but if it's on Steam or Epic or something, then yeah, you're gonna you're gonna bring thousands of players into the mix of things or on Origin or somewhere. You know that. Yeah, I think it'll be good because we already That's... know it's coming to Game Pass. You know, for both the PC and the Xbox One Series X and the family of Xboxes, of course. Um, but yeah, cool, man. Good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. Yeah, bring it over. Give me all the frames. Talking about some more Game Pass stuff, Gunny. Did you know the game Grounded that we were talking about just a little bit ago? It hits 1 million players within the first 48 hours of release. That's on good. PC. And that game is actually on the Game Pass for Xbox, right? That wasn't... It's just early release yet, right? Uh, yeah, I was able to download it pretty quickly. Like, like I want to say one day before... 
they said it launched. I'm pretty sure that was grounded. I had it downloaded. And it, I don't think it was a preload because I was able to play it the day before release. Yeah. This article says, it says, Gunny, it says, more than 1 million players have checked out Grounded in its first 48 hours. Obsidian announced the news today on Twitter, along with a special message of thanks from Grounded's game director. And it says, in quotes, it says, Grounded has reached 1 million players in the first 48 hours. Awesome. Thank you, everyone, for playing and enjoying hashtag the backyard. The company tweeted, it's amazing. It's blown us away. The team is so happy. And we we're just overjoyed with all of the support that what they're getting. And it says it's a grounded director, Adam. It's a technical. I, I can't say it, yeah, but I want to say he, did a he said video. in a video short, he did from his mobile phone and what appears to be in his own backyard. So that's kind of yeah, cool. That he did it. That in is cool. I, I started to watch that video. Um, and I love seeing games like this where, it comes out on Steam, you know, Game Pass, PC, Game Pass, console, you know, these are, yeah, this getting the as many eyes on this as possible, just like what they, you know, what they envisioned for this Game Pass thing, um, you know, and, along with other platforms. So that's cool, man. Yeah, and then he said he also, he also took the opportunity to make some announcements about the road ahead for Grounded in this video, and he said which, you know, the game launched in Steam's Early Access and the Game Pass game preview on July 28th. And he says, we are going to have monthly updates to this game, and the first monthly update is scheduled for August 27th, which is, you know, a month away. That's awesome. Um, they also went ahead and said, it said, don't have any specific details about what the update will contain, but he said, stay tuned for more information about what to expect from the, as the date draws closer, so... Yeah, I think there there's go, a Gunny. lot they can do with this game, and it does have that 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 Fortnite style type building. Um, and yeah, I think they could definitely add to that more weapons, more cr creatures, enemies, um, bugs, <laughs> you name it, things to do. Good stuff. Yes, good, good start stuff. for them. And and uh, of course, Obsidian. You know, they're just an awesome studio all around. Yeah, they're, 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 I don't know. They're almost becoming to me like my favorite developer in, in in Microsoft right now. You know, they seem to have a lot going on right now, and they seem to really be doing things well. Yeah, they they're definitely working working hard, making more games. Uh, yeah, all that Game Pass support and all that. But but Gunny, if you don't have Game Pass and you can't, you know, play everything right away, wouldn't it be nice to pay only forty dollars for a game? Oh yeah! Instead of instead of sixty or whatever, presumably or 70. seventy. Yes, yes. Well, EA, game. you know, EA. We we have heard that you know the EA Star Wars Squadrons game is going to be launched in October, October second for the PC, PlayStation Four, and the Xbox One. It's only going to cost forty dollars, and that's much lower than the big budget games currently releasing on consoles, according to you know the the CEO. He said the game doesn't have the same breadth of content that more expensive games as far as it's more focused on one specific experience and this should help keep players expectations in check for the type of game that it will be so i think what they're just kind of saying is basically this is going to be like a uh, a vehicle shooter type game and it's not basically considered i don't want to say the wrong word and not saying it's a full game it's going to be a game but it's almost like what we would play as like a mode you know right so maybe not it won't have like a 
like a normal story, but maybe more like situations or right. And obviously more like multiplayer uh, things like that, you know, different varieties in that section. So that's cool. I think it's great that, you know, that I don't know. I don't see I maybe that. Hey, this is just going to hold you over till we see like a Star Wars Battlefront three. Right. Right. You know, that's happening. And so, hey, play this. Um, and they have something similar to this, right? It's on Star Wars Battlefront 2. But it's yes. just not, you know, it's different multiplayer modes. And, um, you know, they said that they said that they are always, they always look at games and we want to make sure that they are providing the greatest value for our players. You know, that's EA's motto. Definitely <laughs> yeah. the greatest value for their players. <laughs> and no, no extra loot boxes or nothing there, right? You know, and this is, and you know, the game's all have a different scale and most of our games right now have a huge scale gunny huge, huge scale he says we design squadrons to really focus on what we have heard from consumers which is one of their greatest fantasies and that's the ability to fly an x-wing fighter a tie fighter and be in a dogfight and so it doesn't have the the breadth of some of our games wait a minute says, hold on so instead of adding an extra squadron mode, Star Wars Battlefront 2. They're going to charge me 40 separate stinking dollars for a standalone game that they could have added. This right. is BS. <laughs> so that's probably what they're going to do. The next the next Battlefront game that they release is probably not going to have a vehicle mode. Right, because we don't want to. <laughs> no, no, no. We want to have another standalone. Uh-huh. Right. You, you, if you want to play Wait. the vehicle mode, you got to buy squadrons. We're going to have next next game is going to be AT-ATs versus uh, what are the other grounded um, vehicles, mayo that I can't think of besides AT-ATs and um, like the walkers and the stuff. walkers and stuff, right? That'll be the next one, right? Yeah, forty dollars, but it's still good. I, I'm still gonna buy it. Um, I, I think I'd rather, you know, I think I'm just trying to see. Like, I'm probably not gonna do the EA access thing again. I don't know. I've always every time I do that, and then it's like five dollars every month, and then I play one game. You know. I don't know. I don't see. I don't play enough like EA games to justify that followers a month. I feel like I'm just gonna just buy the game outright. Yeah. You know, that's what it, I'm gonna do. The I've article does go on and continue to say it says uh, they said it's, even at that price, Gunny, this game is still an incredible game. Even though it's gonna be smaller and more specific to one type of game, and and that's why we chose to price it so slightly lower level. To also allow access to as many people as possible, Gunny. Well, if it would, why do, let's go back to article number one here, EA. Halo's going f, f free to play. Right. Why not do that? Then you're going to get in as many eyes as possible because <laughs> we know this is coming to Steam. They've been doing the Steam stuff lately too because not enough yeah. people are going to the Origin store. Um, I mean, consoles, they, yes, but yeah. They continue. I think you've seen this over the years. Um, differentiate pricing on lots of games. We differentiate. I, I actually can't talk. I can't say that word. We had different prices on games like Plants vs Zombies because we knew that game. What those were always were, sixty bucks. That I knew they of. were screwed. Yeah. And basically, that game was put to younger audiences, Gunny. Well, yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah, right. So don't gouge people. With and 60 and bucks. it didn't have the depth of all the game modes that you might see in FIFA or Madden. So you had to pay more for those games because you got to pay more for those modes. Sure. Sure, yeah. Still buying your game, though. 
40 bucks. I'm just gonna give you the 40. I'm not gonna give you the five dollars a month. No subscription. <laughs> <laughs> Probably buy some ship skins. But moving on here, let's continue on to our next article here. Good old Ghost of Tsushima sold faster than any other first-party original IP on the PlayStation 4, Gunny. They are killing it, man. That says a lot. And, you know, even, you know, we that's all we heard about was Last of Us 2. That's all I heard about was Last of Us 2. Every podcast, every, everywhere. Yeah. You know, everybody's talking about Last of Us 2. And look, you got Ghost of Tsushima outselling, you know, faster than any other thing. It says Sony is celebrating another successful PS4 launch exclusive. This time, the early sales success of Sucker Punch's Ghost of Tashima. The game uh, from, it's the first game from Sucker Punch in six years. They managed to make a big impact, not just because of their immersive photo mode. It says the new open world action game has sold over 2.4 million copies within the first three days of the Damn. launch. Gun. Yeah. So we were just talking about what Grounded had a million players in 48 hours. This is 2.4 million copies sold in the first three days. Yeah, you figure at at sixty dollars. Yeah, that's right. crazy. And it says this makes Sony's the new fastest selling original IP with a previous record belonging to Horizon Zero Dawn. It says this also puts Ghost of Tsushima ahead of other PS4 exclusives such as Bloodborne, Days Gone and knack in terms of initial sales and it says yes it managed to beat knack the greatest game of all time and it says we're shocked <laughs> i'm not sure what knack is uh, i downloaded it i know i got it off of jonathan's account but i and i have the money for this game i just don't have the time that's the issue right now i have with it so i've just been watching you know get on i'm eating dinner watching streams uh nipron's been streaming a lot of ghost of tsushima he finished the last of us too so yeah it's it's a awesome looking game so Yep. But the rest of this article, I'm not completely sure what it's saying, so maybe I'm just mistaking the first part. Because it says, this figure is still far lower than what Sony has seen with sequels that established first-party titles. The Last of Us Part Two, which launched in June, sold over 4 million copies in the first three days, beating out the previous record holder Spider-Man, which sold 3.3 million copies in the same period. This is both games are also set to receive follow-ups for the PS5, and with Spider-Man Miles Morales and launching later this year, Horizon Forbidden West coming 2021. And it says, with the PlayStation's massive install base, however, it's unlikely early PS5 games will be able to hit those high figures. Yeah. So, so hey, um, but Sucker Punch, I don't know. Is that, are they owned by PlayStation? Is that is that, is that the part I'm missing here with the Maybe Maybe record? it is. I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure who PlayStation owns for sure. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's the fastest selling, like, don't yeah, I'm call just going third to the website because maybe that's, IP. like, I'm trying to add up the math here. I'm like, wait a minute, something's not, um, let's see. So maybe that's why, I mean, still, it doesn't matter. It's still, like, those numbers are, I mean, it's got a PlayStation logo at the bottom, so I assume it's owned by, by PlayStation. Um, yeah, they make Infamous Second Son. I always wanted to pick that game up. I hear that's really good. Short, but really good. Um, yeah. Just says Sucker Punch LLC, so. Um, but it sounds like if yeah. you're one of the one of the many that, yeah. I guess, uh, you have it and you're enjoying it, great. But if you haven't gotten this game, maybe maybe it's worth picking it up. You know, I so many people are getting it and enjoying it. I hear a lot about it, and it looks, it looks pretty cool. You know, I like the bright colors after... Uh, seeing the screenshots of like The Last of Us 2 and hearing how dark and dreary that game is, this almost feels like it would be a welcome 
change of pace. I feel like it's the perfect sword, uh, you know, ninja style type game for me because when I look at like Bloodborne, I think that game looks amazing. It really does. The art style looks phenomenal. But for me, I'm not a, I'm not a, a Bloodborne, uh, gosh, what am I thinking of? Uh, you know, those, I'm not into the hardcore fighting games like that where I feel like I'd get frustrated way too easy. Where this game, you can, you know, it has the different modes and, you know, a enemy, you can kill them in, you know, a few seconds. Where other games, I just feel like, oh, you know, it's just a grind fest or something, trying to work on one enemy for 45 minutes or something, mm-hmm. which maybe this game has. I just, I, if I can knock down the difficulty, which I, I've seen from the options, that this will be it for me. It feels like it's that balance with, uh, it's the Assassin's Creed in Japan that, you know, that everybody's always wanted. So, yeah. When I get time, I got to buy it and I will play it. Yeah. Something I'm that kind of holds you over hold you over here pretty soon yep. pretty soon i'm gonna start ramping up again i think yeah you know these things have, have on my end you know especially with horizon coming out soon and grounded come out and you know i've been picking up things have been picking up pace which is nice because for a while there it was feeling kind of slow right yeah it was like all right not shit's coming out what's going on i think we're just you know and i think also i just want to add to what we were talking about before where you know we still don't have you know release dates for the new consoles, we still don't have release dates for, um, you know, things like your Ratchet and your Clank and your Halo Infinite. We just sometime in November, you know what I mean? So, um, I mean, I think even where we can say, I think we can all agree on, you know, maybe a Cyberpunk 2077 with it having a launch date. How many times has it had a launch date? You know what I mean? And I mean, we're not, I mean, I wouldn't say there's probably some people like, it'll never come out, you know? They're just mm-hmm. fooling us. They're just going to keep pushing it and pushing it. But um, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, that's kind of like we're, even when I was feeling like, damn, you know, like, what's going on here, man? We need some games out here. But, you know, I mean, Sony's come out with some, like, just some real heavy hitters here. The last two have been very successful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, kind of moving on here a little bit. We're going to talk about the evil Epic Store. Talk about some PC stuff over here. The Epic Game Store now adds mod support, and the first game up is going to make Ghost Nico happy. Mech Warrior Five is oh, the yeah. first one to get mod support. Yes. So, so you know, Sony's had this for like a long time. They had the workshop where you can add mods to games, makes it real simple. And it says, finally, it says the Epic Game Store is adding another piece of functionality nice. that it lacked compared to the competitors like Steam, and that's mod support. It says, the first title participate in the beta launch of the Epic Game Store mods is MechWarrior 5. It says an update is available to the game, and players will be able to mod the, ti- the title through the Epic Games launcher. Adding mods can, be, can add massive appeal to a game and help it extend the lifespan. They allow players to change parts of the experience to suit their needs. Traditionally, mods had been a sort of hack into a game. But in 2011, you know, the mighty Steam, they introduced the workshop, which allows players to manage their mods within the store client itself and automatically apply them to game files stored locally on your computer. And it says now Epic finally has the beta of that same kind of technology. And so, you know, it's kind of allows you to have certain like i know the experiences i've had with that kind of modding stuff in this steam workshop is 
people can create levels, you know, and like Counter-Strike, you would you could make custom-made levels by people. And so you're not stuck with the game, the levels that the game developers made you play. And when you got online, if somebody was playing that didn't have that level and you wanted to enable other people to play with you and stuff like that, it would just download that level to that online player if you didn't own it. So you would download it and you would just launch the game and you'd all be playing that same level. I remember playing, I think it was Counter-Strike in a SpongeBob map. <laughs> you know, it was it was like in Bikini Bottom. Yeah. And you're playing Counter-Strike, so. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, I know that I spent a lot of time in Steam Workshop, not only looking at just City Skyline stuff, where there are just thousands and thousands of, you know, assets, saved maps, uh there's different lighting effects. I mean, the list goes on of what you can do. I know there's another, you know, probably another website or two where you can do those things, um, but I never, I think everybody just goes to Steam for that. So, yeah, with, well, you um, got to be careful because doing mods can be very tricky sometimes. When, when you're doing ones that don't really, I guess you could say, have any kind of support and you're just going to a website and downloading files yeah. that somebody created right. one there, there's a risk there you know because you don't know what's being put in those files um True. two is trying to get this to work in the game you know sometimes these mods can be complicated and, and the game doesn't work as well or it breaks the game and stuff like that so you don't you don't know how it's going to work the nice thing is with the steam stuff is i think it gets uh, it's almost policed because you can go in there and if say something like had a virus or something, and I would assume that thing's going to get flagged by the people downloading the games and yeah. had problems with this mod, and that the the community is going to police it, you know, yes. and then it's going to get flagged, and maybe Steam's going to look into it and or take it down, or the developer of that particular game will look into it and have that taken down, or something like that. So, and it just makes it easy off of Steam. When you know you just want to add a mod, you just click on it and it downloads it, and it gives you, it tells you what to do. It's like, okay, you have to enable this in the game, and then it's just there, you know. Yeah. So, it's I'm sure it's really different nice. for each thing, and I assume also, just speaking of city skylines, right? I assume mm -hmm. that it's obviously not a peer to peer, but I understand how. Hopefully, I would just peace of mind here is that they probably upload that to like a steam uh uh you know somewhere in their server type thing where it's it's checked i'm sure it's monitored right like a lot of things are you know it's constantly yeah. scanning you know at i mean steam doesn't speeds. really do a whole lot of hands-on monitoring you know they they like to use their computers to for algorithms and stuff like that if you'll notice that a lot of their stuff is automated their return systems are automated and all, and all that kind of stuff yeah, but i meant it's I'm automatic sure uh, there's virtual. probably a, a comfort of yeah. knowing that it's through steam you know it's through a reputable company that you're using these mods and so you kind of have their support in a way i think you look at it as right so i haven't had any issues and i've downloaded thousands of assets and things like that where yeah maybe i've just gotten to them later where maybe somebody might have ran into an issue but i've never had a problem on the computer on my pc um maybe i'm running mcafee but still no issues there I also know that my son likes the, and he plays it all the time, and he wants to buy it for me, which is the Minecraft Java Edition. I prefer the Xbox version, play it on an OLED, mm -hmm. um, just vanilla creative. I have I have both versions, but yeah. I've been, but again, I've been playing creative here for probably six, eight years. So I, there's enough there for me to enjoy. Even in the eight years, I'm not tired of playing creative. Um, <laughs> yeah, it just it just keeps going for me. So I'm like, why would I want to? You know, I kept telling my kid like, what's the, 
you know, benefited me getting mods, but I don't know. He'll, he has yet to show me these things. He showed me a couple, but he gets those off of, uh, so those he gets from, uh, I want to say it's, uh, Amazon Twitch Prime's game thing that you, you download, you know, you, they have their own game launcher. Mm-hmm. And so he gets those Minecraft mods for the Java edition from there, which oh, okay. I found interesting. Yeah. Maybe it's just a safer location of where yeah. people upload, um, assets and mods too so it's cool to see epic follow suit and you know that we'll see more games do yeah, the same so thing. a nice nice little feature added in the epic store which is nice but gunny speaking speaking of uh harmful files and and downloading things and things that don't work on your computer our next news article here is watch out for cyberpunk 2077 beta scams gunny and it, and it says cd project red has warned prospective players that it, Invites are fake, and then it has no plans for a beta. It said CD, uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is still a few months away, so scammers are trying to take advantage of eager prospective players offering them a chance to play early in the non-existent beta. CG Product Red posted a warning via Cyberpunk 2077 Twitter account that it isn't sending out beta invites, and it reiterated that it has no plans for a beta whatsoever. So, you know, all you listeners out there and, and you, Gunny, when you get that email saying, hey, you know, give me your credit card number and you can get into Cyberpunk 2077 Play beta. two months early. Right? It's not good. And it says, but I want to case... sign up. I want to sign up for early play. And it says, in case one of these gets through your junk filter, it says, first check that it's from hashtag cdprojectred.com and not an unofficial address. It says, you can safely assume that any mentioning a beta are bullshit. CD Projekt Red (laughs) added that content creators should also be vigilant and that the studio will always reach out directly, not via a third party. So it says it looks like you'll have to wait until November 19th, Gunny. In the meantime, check out some of their hands-on preview gameplay videos. It has a little link to a video. Is that when the new Xbox comes out? 19th? I better. I think it's going to be around there. Yeah. Let's do it. Hell yeah. Now you got me like just watching this video. (laughs) Right? I'm I'm picking a... That is cool. Yeah. So... Gunny, as you're watching that video, did you did you watch the Xbox game event and think the Halo Infinite graphics looked kind of bland? Did you think it not looked? I know, very I know, I had posted it in Discord, and you know, I put it in the 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 console section of things, and you know, and I know a few people were like, "Well, it doesn't look that great." Um, I don't know, maybe it was, was it the screenshot? Was it just that you know people saw pop ins, um, things like that? I thought it looked okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought it looked but, okay. I didn't think I didn't look at it and I, say this game looks horrible. Yeah. Um. I just thought it I, could have been better, but I I, I wasn't sitting there going this game looks really bad. But it didn't. I know what people are talking about when I look at it in hindsight and look back on it. I think okay, it didn't. It didn't wow me. You know. No, mm-hmm. I don't. There was not. It's what it was. My first reaction. It was that it looked. Yeah, it looks like they're going back to their combat evolved roots of things. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of things I wish they did, like, oh, maybe they should have shown different scenes rather than just, like, kind of like beginning, land on the ground, talk to the one guy, the ship, you know, who was piloting the ship. Like, they should have shown more. 
more characters, um, you know, or gave us something like, like we've had in the past where, who is that? What is that? You know, what is this thing that we need to discover? You know, I mean, there was no mystery. Um, you know, we just saw he's in the banshee and he's jumping hills and, or whatever that vehicle was, the groundhog. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I thought it looked fine. And yeah. I just figure like, this is just Microsoft being like, you know, holding back, you know, like they're holding back for something they're going to show us yes. in August so they... or September. Microsoft felt the need to respond. I guess they're getting so much negative feedback. It says, following the Xbox Games Showcase, the negative reception from Halo Infinite's graphics has been taken Microsoft and developer 343 by surprise. It's, they were surprised, Gunny, that people are, are not happy with the graphics of this game. This is many have criticized the game's graphics, and it's safe to say that a lot of fans are disappointed with how Halo Infinite stacks up to its PS5 competition, Gunny. Hmm. hmm. And it says Xbox marketing GM responded to the criticism with an interview with Inside Gaming, telling fans to be patient as the, the, the footage showed in the presentation represents a work in progress, Gunny. And it says a Halo Infinite is still some months away, and there's a good chance that the game could look a bit different when it launches. And he says, listen, we are in the middle of a global pandemic. It's July. We're far from launch because that's in the holiday. He says, you're seeking a work-in-progress game. Or you're seeing a work-in-progress game. And they, they told Inside Gaming, the coronavirus pandemic has created a lot of problems for the video game industry over the past few months. While the industry has adapted to working from at home, lots of titles have seen delays, and there were some early speculation that the Xbox Series X and the PS5 might not have been released this year. As a result, clearly the pandemic has had some impact on Halo Infinite's development. And they said, of course, is there another factor at play? And that's the fact that Halo Infinite will release on Xbox One in addition to the Xbox Series X. Cross-gen support is something that Microsoft was pushing for this generation. And many have voiced their concerns that it could mean first-party games don't take full advantage of the new system's capabilities. While Halo Infinite will see a free update that takes advantage of the xbox series x it remains to be seen how much better the game will look so what i find interesting about that statement though is he's saying you know look we're in this pandemic here um i think all the other stuff on the showcase looked better <laughs> you know yeah it did and and, yeah. and you're, yeah. you're saying the sony Sidian. stuff looked good but yeah. they, they they don't have to worry about the pandemic over at sony you know the games they're it's, making yeah it's damage control um maybe they didn't have the best person to oh wait I'm, I'm i'm on the wrong uh still on i'm still watching that cyberpunk video because it looks so good <laughs> <laughs> um i think that yeah i get it because it's i you know and i read other articles and and who knows what to freak i we need like an official was this official i don't even know um you know i've heard different things you know clicked on different articles talking about oh it's an earlier build um you know, and as we know mail you probably know this too where Let's say that, you know, they, for example, um, normally in something like, I'll take a Battlefield, for example, because I don't know how Call of Duty does it. I've just seen it, like, as a glimpse from what EA does. And so what they do is they, you know, they have people and they come to their locations, right? Uh, not only do they have people full, you know, full-time on staff, right, that test games, Mm -hmm. um, but they also invite people in for multiplayer stuff, right? Usually it's a hush-hush thing. Um, I've been to a couple of them. And so 
you come in, right? And you know, you play the game, you play the multiplayer, and then you do a focus group, right? Well, mm -hmm. I understand because you can't really do that. It's or it would be difficult to kind of do that during a pandemic. Right. So a lot of this stuff is like, you know, they're trying to, you know, do it. I don't know. Is it just as hard to try and send it out to the people they have selected? Like, do they, you know what I mean? Do they just have some magical thing on their Xbox One X or Series X at home? You know what I mean? It's just, yeah, because I saw another article talking about where, hey, it's not true that multiplayer is not going to launch at the same time as the the actual game itself that it's going to be a separate thing i don't know it's yeah so it is like makes you go hmm <laughs> you know, like, yeah what is true what's not what's going to happen you know is it going to be like an early access tile type thing or you know will they both be out the same day and if so what day is that going to be they are not telling you right they're being very very quiet about it you know but mm -hmm. so is sony right to be fair sony's doing the same thing they're not they're not giving out any information about what you can expect to see in august you know or September, I don't know, you know. I don't know. But yeah, that was, uh, you know, and we we had spoken about this over the last, you know, especially the last couple months of, you know, this is Halo's time to shine, right? You know, and I've heard it from other people too, right? It's time for them to, you know, they really got to bring it. And me personally, I think that they just, not, again, not being a Halo fan, but I think they should have, if multiplayer is not, I know it's not ready, but if I think they should have shown it. I honestly do. So, and if they're not ready to show like a glimpse of what multiplayer looks like, then I think they should have not have shown it at this showcase. You know, I think Phil should have just came out and said, look, we're just not ready to, you know, show you campaign and multiplayer. You know, it's just not ready, you know, or in a ready state of what we can show you. That's right. my opinion. So I think the game's going to look good, but... There's probably there's probably gonna be some limitations there. Maybe because the game's gonna be a big open world game, it's not gonna look as good as we hope. You know, because they not, and I don't know how open it's gonna be from what it looked like they're trying to say it's gonna be a more open experience. So obviously you can't make the game look as good when it becomes as a bigger open world. You know, you don't have that path that you know everybody's gonna see, and you can't just utilize that. Right. So. Yeah, and this will be this will be different, right? So that'll be that's good. You know, they they explained. I know that I listened to IGN's Unlocked about how you know they had talked to the devs about that, and it's not just the way it's set up. It's not just to go anywhere you want, do what you want, sort of thing. It is still somewhat a linear path for several missions or hours. I don't know something. It's good. Yeah, could be good. Well, I don't know. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. We'll see. Time will tell. You know, November is gonna come quick. I feel. So let's, yeah, let's hope so. That, and the next thing you know, it's going to be released of these consoles and uh, we'll see. Time so will me, tell. Let me ask you. I mean, you're no, I don't know. You know, you're going to go for this Series X, stay on PC, get a PS5, whatever you're going to do. Um, did you say you're going to get the PS5? Because Xbox, you're, you can just if, play on yeah, if I was, PC, if right? Yeah, if I was going to get one, I'd just get a PS5 because my PC is going to be, you know, able to play all those Xbox games. Yeah. So. Hey, who knows? Who knows? Um, maybe I will. Uh, you know what I? It's. You know I think I don't know. I haven't just. I think the one cool thing is I can say, especially for someone who's moving, you know I will be kind of dual, living in two different places sort of thing because now I bought a home, 
Mm -hmm. um, which closes on Monday. I'm pretty excited about that. So whether I'm there every weekend or once a month or whatever it might be, I can keep, um, you know, I haven't decided how I'm going to do it. Like, do I, do I take this old PC? Or am I going to get a newer PC? Right. Um, but I can keep one device there and one here and still be able to play those Game Pass games. You yeah, know? get that, can... get that new Xbox Series X and, and finally, you know, place. I'll be able to utilize. And... Yeah. And if it has, you know, play anywhere, you can pick up right where you left off on one or the other. Um, yeah, yeah that doesn't quite work. Remember why you were talking about that? <laughs> I know. It's like, wait a minute, yeah, why, is, uh, why is the cloud thing not working here? It's not quite, you know, working the way I want it to. Or when, when they first come out, it corrupts your PC save. Yes, like, no, don't <laughs> With do Ori. That. Yeah. Yes, yes, I no, remember. I don't think I'm too, I'm really that, if anything, I think... Yeah, I'm not super concerned about that because at least then I can say, hey, I'm in that other house. It's an hour and a half away. Um, yeah, it'll be a bummer that I can't pick up where I left at on carry-on or something, let's say, for example. But at least I can mm -hmm. play the game. I'll be happy to, you know, again, I think they need a separate app to say, hey, can I, how do I sync this? Instead of saying it's automatic or, you know, oh, this game is carry-on. It's a third party. It doesn't have that option. Yeah. What? You know, <laughs> so... Because I still play um, Slay the Spire. I will. I'm just too tired to turn the Xbox on. I, I've only got 40, you know, 30, 40 minutes, right? Um, mm -hmm. You want to get some time in? I'll yep. get some time. I just need time in. That's all I need. So I fire up the PC, fire up Slay the Spire, and it doesn't auto sync, right? It just doesn't, you know? Whether it doesn't support it, I don't give a shit. I'm just going to play the game. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's good to have options. But would be nice to have that separate app, Microsoft get it in there even for third-party stuff you know if you're putting more third-party things on game pass at least include you know the uh the cloud in there for syncing good stuff well gunny that's that's all we got for news right. you got any you got any news you want to add uh no not at the moment i don't think so i think that's it i think that's it for the news folks where are we at now uh, I think uh, we're over at the time, console corner. Time, time for your favorite corner, Gunny. Over to the console corner. I did was able to update that today before we started the show. And it is a new month. Uh, and why do I have July up here? Let me just change that to August. August, Gunny. Come on, Gunny. Give, give it the program. Day. We are now in August. It's, it's, it's almost back to school time. It is. You know? I know my kid has to go pick up his chromebook so i was asking the wife I'm like what's up with all? everybody who's using ipads what's going on she goes well the chromebook has an actual keyboard i'm like i totally forgot about that ipads do not have keyboards yeah that is I like a 40 dollars separate uh, i think they're 30 but still they're not the greatest keyboards i will agree where a chromebook is pretty much a laptop without pc windows yeah. Yeah. Without it's, Windows, it's without Chrome, Chrome OS. Yeah. 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 You can't. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. My daughter found out this uh, like a week or two ago that her last year of school this year is going to be all online. Here in Ohio, they are having most of the students do online only. So her whole year of schooling is only going to be online. We have we're going to buy her like a new a laptop or something for her to use because she's taken uh, I think four college courses her senior year here. Mm -hmm. So she more involved stuff and she's missing out some of that lab time and stuff like that so it's gonna be kind of difficult but uh she'll you know she'll get through it make it work but 
But anyways, onto this council corner, Gunny. Over there. What, what, what do we got? Uh, let's see. What do we have? Over for PlayStation Plus, you have two games that are free to play this month. Um, or, I'm sorry, the PlayStation Plus games that are come with your subscription. First one is called Fall Guys Ultimate Knockdown. I think we saw... I don't know if that was an exclusive to PlayStation. I know I got a code for this, and I gave that away. Um, but this was... Uh, it seemed like it's something that was more for kids, smaller children. Mm-hmm. I think we I'm saw thinking, that at the PlayStation event. I'm thinking it's on Steam. I'm going to look while you're continuing on with the corner here. I'm yeah, I thought I saw it at the showcase. I could be wrong on that, but it's called Fall Guys. Uh, I thought I heard s- something about it being... My son was saying it's popular right now on Twitch. Hmm. It is on it is on Steam. It's twenty dollars. Okay, I thought I got a beta code for it and I gave it away. Um, yeah, and I'm pretty sure it was the PlayStation event that I saw it. It, it could have just been something Jeff Keighley. Was oh, this was off. in the uh, this is in the I want to say it was in the Ubisoft event, wasn't it? Wasn't it in the or the Double Fine trailer maybe or the Ubisoft trailer? I know what you're talking about. I remember seeing. Yeah, this. it was like because everything's been so spread out lately. It was just like. Oh, it's Dol- uh, Devolver Digital. Oh, that's the, where I saw publisher. it. At. Thank you. Yes, yeah, I did watch the entire conference. Hello. Um, yeah. That's where you see it. Yep. So, yeah, I did sign up over there, and, you know, and I played their conference uh, event game thing, which was pretty cool. Um, and That's your second game. Your popular s- game right now, so. Yeah, it's your second game. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Campaign Remastered. Nice. Two yeah. quality games are given away this, this month for that PlayStation Plus crew. Absolutely. I think that game was, like, what, 40 bucks they were charging? Um, I think so. Was it 40 or 30 or something? I know Jesus bought it. Yeah. And I don't know if you bought it, where he bought it at, but um, yeah, it's really good. He it, bought a, it on the Battle.net store. I played it on PC. Yeah, good stuff, man. It's a good campaign. I've I've dabbled in it. Um, you know, I probably owned it on Xbox 360 or had a disc or whatever it was. But I always, like, we talked about those, uh, um, about the missions or whatever, or the timed things that you go through and see, you know, yeah. Those were, they were awesome, man, but I can never get like, a, you know, like a, a good passing grade or whatever it was. I always strive to be better at those, but they're freaking done super well. Campaign, yeah, excellent, excellent campaign, good story. Um, so I will be downloading that. I better get over there and turn that dust off the PS4. Um, yeah. Over on your Xbox One, your games for gold for the beginning of the month, so you get two free games. Uh, first one is called Portal Knights, and your backwards compatible game is MX Unleashed. I don't know if these are ATVs or motorcycles, dirt bikes, whatever they are, but go grab those games. Um, I don't have like a good, what do we have for Game Pass? We have Grounded, right? That's that's your featured game on Game Pass, and what um, was the other one? The one we were talking about today was it sounded really interesting. What was it called? It popped up. I, I had never heard it, of it. And I just downloaded it too. Oh, The Tourist. Yes, tourist. So to me, I just watched the trailer of it earlier, and I was like, hey, this actually looks better than I think would be Minecraft Dungeons. Uh, that game does not grab me. I played it a few times, you know, even on, you know, I played it at least once a week or I'll fire it up and go, yep, I still don't like it. <laughs> Let me go play vanilla Minecraft, which I love creative. So, yeah, this tourist game. It. And there's also that strategy game is called Nowhere Profit. And I'm not sure if it's a PC-only so, one or not, but it is recently added. Yeah, and it so says card and board is the category, and strategy is the category. So it's almost like a turn-based card game kind of thing. Yeah, I'm watching the trailer. It's not... I'm like, what? Where's the cards? Um, mm, 
Anyway, uh, oh, the other one, too, is the uh, Yakuza Kiwami 2. Yes. Another great series in your... If you learned the Japanese games. And, man, we, we've never mentioned this one, but another really fun one. Golf with your friends, Game Pass. Yeah, PC. that's a, such a great game. I played that game on PC for a long time now. It's a lot of fun. A lot of miniature golf. It's a good, good fun time with friends. Yeah, and, I like those courses. Uh, they're, they're, they look fun. I played oh, it game, only twice on your. The game really account. opens up, Gunny. So once you start dabbling with the, um, the game options, you have options when you play. Like, say you get into, you create a party and you got like five friends with you, right? And you're playing putt putt golf. Not only are you just playing putt putt golf, but you can change the rules of the game, Gunny. You can change what kind of ball everybody right. has. That was the fun and part. And so yeah. that's the fun part. So like you don't, the, the person hosting the game doesn't get a pick, but everybody gets a random ball, every new hole. So one time you you might just get a regular golf ball. The next time you might get a golf ball that's shaped like a marshmallow. And that one rolls pretty well until it flips on its side. Then it starts flipping end over end. Sometimes you get a golf ball that's shaped like a cone. And that thing just rolls practically in a circle. You hit it straight, and it just curves, you know? And you're trying to hit it down a straightaway, and, and then the golf ball is just curving all over the place. Sometimes it's a square block, and it has the same physics. Like, you would hit a block across the ground, and it bounces and flips and turns, and you have no idea where this thing's going to go. So it, it makes for a lot of fun. You know, you, you randomly get in a random egg is another one you get what well, it's egg shaped and you hit the ball and it kind of curves to the left or the right you just don't know what it's going to do so it makes it fun it make it can make it they really have, interesting i'm curious if they have like modded stuff because i want to say I, I there was a streamer uh i haven't seen him on in a long time but he had like it was like a um what was it like a 10-sided die from uh not World of Warcraft, but um, Dungeons and Dragons or something, you know? Where I was like, what the heck? He's, like, rolling a 10-sided <laughs> right. die. Right, and or, that might be in the game, too. I mean, like, I they know, were just doing dice. They, he had, like, obviously, like, a regular dice, but it was a furry dice. And I'm like... <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stuff. it was yeah, funny. They have a good it's sense of humor, so... Really funny to watch. Um, not fun by yourself, I'll tell you that. So you have to golf yeah, with your definitely, friends. Definitely a party game. Definitely yeah. golf with friends. Although you can play the single player, but I don't recommend it. Um, yep. Maybe we ought to have a community night uh, coming up soon where we have a golf with friends. If it has that like, cross play, be great. If we could do PC and Xbox players or something like that, we could play together and get in a get in a party. Yeah. And and just hang out and and enjoy some golf with friends. Yeah, because I think it, I'm pretty sure it has an option where I think you can. I know on the PC, you can like pretty much just stop what you're doing and go watch your other yeah people. when you finish when you when you knock your ball in and you're waiting you can yes, actually move the camera around and yeah. you can wait for every you wait for everybody else to finish up and you're either making fun of them or rooting on rooting them on you know or you can do it yeah <laughs> you're trying to hit hit a square block across <laughs> the map yeah but it's fun. good stuff um evil epic store it's got mod support and it's got achievements coming to this thing you have three free games i've never heard of but they are coming they are free currently right now um i haven't even had a chance to claim these games that i'll never play and your first one is 20 xx uh let me see i'm gonna go here really quick uh okay so 20 xx uh your next one is called barony barony i'm sorry i'm seeing like a 
looks like something magical here, Baroni. Uh, and your third game is called, what is it here? It is uh, Super Brothers Sword and Sorceries EP. Help a wandering warrior monk complete her woeful errand in Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery EP. The landmark action adventure crafted by Super Brothers and the video game wizards at Cappy. Featuring an award-winning original soundtrack by Jim Guthrie. Very uh, 16-bit. Yes. Yeah, I'd say. Maybe even 8-bit. Maybe even 8. I know. I'm just trying to watch the trailer here. It's it's visually cool-looking, though. Yeah, so check out those. Get Claim all three of those. Maybe you can actually play them, too. No free Steam games. Screw you. Sean Fuller, you didn't post anything on there so i didn't see anything on steam you gotta pay full price um, but halo will be free hey fucking better be free let me charge me any money on the steam <laughs> machines right um but uh hey we've got a we kind of failed on the old community questions there last week didn't we fumbled yeah, and i guys, fumbled on discord but you guys you guys were all excited to have eric on you know just rocking right, right through that episode and I was mumbling it back in the corner as I was all tied up. Eric had me all tied up back here, and I'm like, guys, community questions, guys, community questions. But no, no, you guys couldn't hear me. I could not hear so. you. No, he did not let you speak. No. So, but we that, have but, this one. You know, we have this one I, that he, we, he's we're going to post. No more Eric. So good. He kicked out. Change the locks. My 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 house again. Yep, locks are changed. New keys. Got my swimming pool back. Good to go. Computer awesome. back. No icky Michigan viruses are on it or anything like that. Clean the keyboard off. I'm good to go. He stole all your uh, cooking tools for your grill, though. What is he going to do with those? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll buy new ones. It's okay. <laughs> we don't want them back, Eric. Thank you. Um, hey, so but we do have a question. We're going to put up in the Discord, the Facebook group. What question is that, Mayo? All right, we got a new question for our community, guys. We, we want to we know. Gunny and I want to know. Do you feel like building your own PC would be difficult. So you listeners out there, do you guys think it would be too difficult to build your own PC? Let us so know. So we're talking about... Want to hear your feedback? Probably going to like a PCPicker.com. Yeah, and then making Something it your similar. own. Hey, if I can do it, you guys can do it. All right. We'll put that up on our Discord and Facebook. I think that's all we have, man. That's it. So, Gunny, where, where, where can we find you, Gunny? Go find me over on Xbox. You play store, Steam Machine, under Gamer Tag, Gunny Chief. Go follow me on Twitter, under Gunny Chief or Kane Marston, whatever the at Kane Marston. I always forget to mention that. That's my that's my alias on there, so I don't get in trouble at work for posting mm -mm. Uh, traffic videos or something. Look at all this traffic. There's a car overturned. You know, and then it, it ends up on the news and my boss, you know, it's like, Meryl, is that you? No, that's not me. That's Kay Marston. Um, PlayStation, follow me over there. Add me on there under HDP underscore Gunny. Where do we find you, man? Awesome. awesome. Hey, you're going to find me everywhere, pretty much as the Mayo one. But the only place you're not going to find me is on Discord. I'm just the Mayo on Discord, but I'm pretty easy to be found on Discord. If you, if you join the Horrible Gamers Discord channel... You're gonna see me on the right side over there as as being probably online because my phone's pretty much online all the time. So you're welcome to message me anytime, DM me on there, or you can just 
put it in general when you join the chat. I'll probably end up saying hi when you join the group anyways. So you can find me over there. But yeah, you're going to find me on the Epic Store even. You're going to find me on Steam. Everything is like the Mayo 1. And uh, I'm a Thor author too. Uh, Jesus, you know, he even though he couldn't be here today. You know, the, the parents are gone. So Gunny and I, we get, we get to sit there and play and, and have you, fun Daddy. tonight. And, uh, you know, mom and dad need to break every once in a while, I guess. So they, they leave. He doesn't come back. No, no, he's, he's busy. I think, I think he was actually forced to work all week. So he, unfortunately he couldn't make it tonight. We wanted to get a show out to you guys. You know, we want, which we need that content. You want to, you got to have that content. We got to get you out there, but you can find Jesus probably shooting people right later on tonight. Oh, Call he doesn't play Call of Duty anymore. What's he playing now? He's playing Ghost of Tsushima. Yes. But you can find him all, everywhere as Jesus walks a lot. He keeps his name on everything. He's on, you know, PlayStation and on PC and all that kind of fun jazz. But with that being said, you know, um, we're out of here, Gunny. We, we we got this, knocked it out. I thought it was going to be a short show. And, and look, we, Where we made it a now? long we're, show. We're a little over that two-hour mark. Yeah. And yeah, we didn't yeah. we didn't totally burn this thing down. Poor 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 Jesus, he gets the bad rep of being a talker in this group, and I think all the shows were long because of him. But maybe not. Maybe it's you, Gunny. And I know, and I only had two games that I really played. It, well, two games of importance that were there. But uh, what does Gidget say, Mayo? Would that be peace, peace out, Brussels sprouts? Bam. See you guys on another episode of Horrible Gamers Podcast next week. Hopefully, Jesus will be back and you'll have the full group back like normal. So, thank until you for then, listening. thank you for listening, guys. Peace out.